Good evening. It's now time to go live to Cardinal Stadium to hear from Doug Neff and Spencer Edwards. Hey, guys. Hey, um, welcome to Clinton Cardinal High School football action here on 95.3 KDKD. And Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call with you here as the anthem is being played by the senior band or the band here at Clinton. We are glad to have you along. It is the final home come home game for the Clinton Cardinals as they take on the Warrensburg Tigers here tonight in action. It is also senior night here tonight, so we are glad to have you along. That will do it for the band, and uh, once again, we will welcome you to Clinton High School. Well, Spencer, uh, last week it was Harrisonville. That was the uh, uh, culprit this week in town, Warrensburg. That's right, Doug, another conference opponent tonight. And uh, just to let the listeners know, we are running a little bit late. That's why we came in a little bit at the end of the anthem uh, because the officials, I don't know if they're on the field yet or not, but they were kind of waiting for them to come out, and they haven't yet. So we were, of course, unable to pick the anthem up because we're across the field. So just to kind of lay out the situation there. But you're right, last week with Harrisonville, uh, you know, the Cardinals good second half last week. You know, they didn't score a touchdown, but they basically played even with them. You know, they only allowed one second-half touchdown in that ball game last week. Problem was they just got down again too early. But the big key tonight, Doug, is going to have to be that pass protection. And that's really been the issue for the Cardinals the last three or four ball games, and that's the protection on the offensive line, you know, protecting Candon and also protecting Candon when he's punting. And they've had two major uh, issues in that phase of the game. If you heard Coach Carlson talk about that in the interview there, it's a four-phase game. And those two phases have been tough because it's put them behind the sticks. So you're punting in fourth and 20s. Uh, You're facing those third and 15 situations. And that's where Harrisonville last week was just loading that box, putting six, seven guys in there and rushing the passer on those third and longs and second and longs. So they've got to find a way to shorten the sticks a little bit put themselves in those second and manageables, third and manageables, and then when you're punting, you've got to have those max protections in there, particularly if you're right in front of the end zone because what happened last week, Harrisonville blocked a punt at the 10, which set up a touchdown, and then they blocked a punt and recovered it for a touchdown. So you had two special team situations there that led to points and short fields for the Wildcats. But you're taking on a Warrensburg team here tonight, Doug, that has struggled. You know, they don't have the most impressive record. They're 2-5 and five on the year. Uh, they've had a tough schedule. They ran into Pleasant Hill, of course, last week, as everybody has. Pleasant Hill's obviously undefeated. But, uh, you know, you got a shot tonight. You feel like you can come in here, and, but you've got to play a four-phase game and, and get off to a good start. Well, and the other thing is, too, uh, this is a Warrensburg Tigers that's not as it has been in the last couple, three years. They have been a powerhouse there in Odessa. Odessa's still strong, but Warrensburg, the record indicates they're not as strong as they have been. That's right. I mean, two and five, as we said. Uh, but, you know, you look at some of their losses. They've lost to the upper echelon teams, though. They've lost to Center. They've lost to Odessa. They've lost to um, Pleasant Hill. So, you know. They've had to go through the gauntlet just like everybody else in this conference. But uh, I think the the important thing tonight is if you take care of that football and get going early. You know, that's kind of been the issue, too, this year. We've seen where the Cardinals have fallen behind uh, early. And it's just so hard to get out of a 21-0 hole. Uh, But, you know, last week, you know, in the first quarter it was 7-0. So it's still close. But then you have those two special teams mistakes. Uh, You give up some yards on the ground. We know – uh, having watched teams play Clinton this year, Warrensburg's going to probably want to run the ball. You know, they know that that's kind of uh, what Clinton has struggled with this year. So stopping the run and pass protecting. 
and protecting on special teams, I think, are the three major keys tonight for Coach Carlson's team. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, there is a difference. There is a difference between that last year's team and this year's team. Yep. Uh, you can feel it. You, you can see it. Uh, Alex Johnson and I were talking about it. So yep. as uh, we get ready to go here, uh, getting ready for a break as they are doing the flip in the uh, center. So as we get ready to go, folks, um, don't forget our great sponsors. It is Integrity Floors, Hawthorne Bank, Greg Smith, Ford, Compass Health Network, don't rem- the Remax, Truman Lake folks, Troby Maytag, Home Appliance Center, Oak Star Bank, Mallards, Roadhouse, Max Motors, Benton County Youth Coalition, Pro Medica, Jack's Warehouse Carpet, Jim Falk Motors, State Farm Insurance Agent, Darren Newman, uh, all great sponsors as we get ready to go. Uh, before we take a break, uh, I'd like to thank... Hunter, Aiden, Gabe, and McKenzie out there listening to us. My fan club, I guess. So as uh, we get ready to go, we're going to take a 60-second timeout, and we'll come back with more from Clinton High School Football Action on KDKD. My teenage son only has one brain, and it will keep developing through his mid-20s. But if he uses e-cigarettes, the nicotine in them can impact his attention, learning, memory, and even prime the brain for more addiction. So I've talked to him about staying away from e-cigarettes, because my son only has one brain. Learn more at cdc.gov e-cigarettes today. A message from the U.S. Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention and this station. Back to the Clinton Cardinals game now on 95.3 KDKD. And welcome back, Clinton High School, as we get ready for kickoff. Here tonight is the Warrensburg Tigers, and they are taking on the Euro Clinton Cardinals here tonight. One and six for a record. A little bit deceiving. They've had some great, uh, great games, been in most of them uh, here at uh, Clinton. But, uh, man, this is going to be a big one. It is a rivalry game, and they're going to get the football to start this first half. Yeah, I think Warrensburg did win the toss, so the Tigers will defer. So good to see, get an opportunity here early, Doug, for the Cardinal offense uh, to get out there and show what they can do. You know, they did move the football a little bit last week. But, again, I'm anxious to see what Harrisonville or what Warrensburg does with those fronts tonight. You know, do they load it up? Do they really try to blitz from the edges uh, like Harrisonville did last week, you know, Warrensburg is going to have a depth advantage, too, a little bit. You look on that sideline, they've got a, uh, a large roster, so it <laughs> will be interesting. You know, they're about the same size, so that does kind of uh, kick it off. Hey, don't forget, uh, we are looking at opening kickoff. Kickoff sponsored by Max Motors. Kick is in the air, and it is deep. Going to the 18 here tonight as he brings the ball up and across the 20 to about the 24 where he is brought down. That is the 18 of Monty Bullock. Oh, that was Peyton Sales. Oh. Yep, 19. 19. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, Peyton's the primary return guy, and, and we saw, you know, really last week, but in previous weeks too, Peyton has really done a good job returning kicks. You know, we've talked a lot about him as a receiver. But, you know, I, I like his return game. You know, pretty much every return these last couple games, he's been out up over the 20 uh, to the 25. Here he's about to the 24. So, and that's a weapon. You know, you got a kid that can return kicks like that, gives the offense some help. First and 10. Cannon in the background. He is in the shotgun. He pitches out. Pass over to the far side. I believe that is Emery. Neal. Neal with a little bit of uh, gain. No, they're going to say he lost about a half yard on that second down and 10 for the Cardinals. And last week, Doug, I was watching uh, Harrisonville's corners, and what they were doing, they were jamming Emory Neal at the line of scrimmage. And we hadn't seen a defense that has played him like that this year. Now they've doubled him. 
but they were doing a good job playing man coverage and, and pressing him up on the line of scrimmage and, and made it very difficult for him to get going in that game last week. Man in motion for the Cardinals. Keeper for Cannon Lafarge. Lafarge up and across the 25, down to about the 26-yard line. So he got the yards back and uh, got it up at about two. It's going to be third down, call it eight for the Cardinals. Well, the Tigers have a big lad in there. Who is that? 73, Tony Farr, 6'3", 330, Doug. That is, that is a large human being in there in that middle. I mean, he's by far one of the biggest defensive linemen we've seen this year. I mean, him and 72 both. They yeah, 6'4". Luke, uh, Luke Fatka's 6'4", 260. Oh, penalty on the play. Face mask, yep. A face mask call. Thank you. But you've got 6'4", 240. And 6'3", 330 there in the middle. I mean, that that's unbelievable. I mean, that's a massive front there. So the Cardinals going to have to deal with that tonight, and they're playing a four-man front here. Yeah, but it's first and ten for the Cardinals on the 40-yard line. Lafarge on the out. He's looking for Emery Neal. Neal with the ball and in Warrensburg territory. A great catch by Emery Neal. Excellent throw by Lafarge as well. That was a beautiful job. Bootleg out to the uh, near side. And threw it perfectly. I mean, that was an excellent job. And that's the key tonight, Doug. If Candon is mobile enough, you can run away from those big guys and maybe wear them down a little bit. And so stay out of the middle. Maybe run when you're running it on the ground. Keep it off tackle. And then do those bootlegs and and make those big guys move there in the middle. First and 10 ball on the 32-yard line of the Tigers. Pitch out. This time 17 with the ball. Brings it across the near side, across the 30 to the 28-yard line as they come down. That is the 17 of Cameron Mertz. Mertz, the junior. And we didn't see a lot of Cameron last week. They primarily ran Oliver, uh, but noticing tonight they're starting Mertz back there as opposed to Marcus. So a little bit of a changeup there in the backfield. And Coach uh, Carlson going back to... Uh, his junior back there with uh, Cam Mertz. Takes the pitch, now rolls out. He had an open man. That is the one, the young freshman, Marcus Oliver, but just overshot him by hair. Yeah, oh man, a Cannon would have loved to have had that one back because he was open, as you said, and that's where he just let that one slip a little bit and sailed it. But Oliver, they had him lined up that time at receiver, and, and they've been kind of interchangeable this year. Oliver and Mertz, you know, they'll put one of them a little bit in the backfield, and then they'll also... Uh, change him out at the slot position. Now they go and put Marcus back here in the backfield and put Mertz at the slot receiver spot. Oh, and that's going to be a flag, I believe, against Warrensburg. We've talked about that before. Lafarge, very good at causing the offsides on the defensive side. Absolutely. We've seen that several times this year, as a matter of fact, on fourth downs uh, where he's gotten the other team to jump. So Warrensburg, little undisciplined here on this first drive. That's their second big penalty. You know, they had the face mask back here earlier, and now they have a couple guys. Actually, the two big guys there in the middle were the two that both jumped offside. So this is a great first drive here for the Cardinals moving the ball. Makes it from third down and six to third down and one for the Cardinals. Ball now inside the 25 at the 23-yard line. Lafarge once again in the shotgun. He looks in. He takes it. He follows his blocker. He's going to come up just a hair short. Yeah, that time they had the gap stuffed, and that's a good read by Warrensburg. They're just going to try to clog that middle, and they shoot the gap. That's a a really nice play by Eli Anderson, another kid with some size that they've got 6'3 up there on the line. Uh, But, I mean, honestly, this is the biggest line we've seen. I mean, Warrensburg, they don't play five six-man fronts. They just use that 
with the two big guys in the middle with a four-man front. So they utilize that to their advantage, and they're probably going to blitz here. It is fourth and two. Lafarge rolls back. He is in the grass. That is the 50 for the uh, Tigers. That belongs to, I believe, Trace Marr. There's actually two 50s on the roster. That's what I see. So, but I think you're right. I think that is Marr gets credit for the sack, and, and that's what you got to stay out of. You know, those are the problems that we've seen. We were talking about that in pregame with the protection, and it broke, it broke down that time. You know, that's where there's just no time to scramble. When you can't fill that middle and block in between the tackles, uh, that's what happens. So that's a big stand there for Warrensburg because that was on a fourth down, so they take over. It is first and ten for the Tigers. Ball on the 35-yard line. It hands off to the running back. The eight rolls around on the far side. He has wrestled down across the 50 and in Cardinal territory. That is the eight of Cole Kreisel. Big chunk play there on first down for the Tigers. And, you know, we were looking at their scores. They haven't scored a lot of points this year. Uh, even in their wins, but they're a primarily a running team, and that's just the off-tackle play, but they do spread you out, so they make it look like they want to pass with a spread formation, but typically they run out of it. This time a keeper by the quarterback, number one. He is still on this near, comes to the near side, wrestled out by the 28. That is Richie Brown, but the one, Kobe Westfall, sophomore quarterback. Yeah, young quarterback for Warrensburg. But very quick, and, you know, you can see why they like to run him out of the shotgun on that first play. I mean, that's just a draw that they block the edge with, and, and he's got some wheels. You know, not a big kid, but uh, you're going to have to be aware of his ability tonight to scramble if you're Clinton. Westfall, keeper, now out to the sideline to the eight of Cole Kreisel. And uh, Warrensburg in kind of that hurry-up offense. There's not a lot of time in between plays. No, they, they go fast. Uh, not quite as fast as what we saw from Pleasant Hill, but, you know, they're right up there. And I don't know, Westfall just got to put more touch on that. I'm not quite sure why he threw it as hard as he did because that was a short route to the sideline. That's that little wide receiver screen. But he threw that like he was wanting to push it 50 yards down the field. And uh, so I think uh, their head coach down there, uh, Chris Cavanaugh, is going to say, hey, Tone it down a little bit with the arm strength. You don't need quite as much of it like that when you're throwing it short. Second down, call it 14 for the uh, Tigers. Snap in the shotgun, takes it. Now hands off to the running back or wide receiver coming across. Comes to the near side. That is the six of Xavier Morris. He is taken down on the play by the four of Emory Neal. It's a good tackle there by Neal coming up from the corner position. And, and you know, when you're out on an island like that, You've got to break down and tackle one-on-one. It's one of the more difficult tackles that you have to make on the field, and that was a great job there by Neal. In position, good form tackle. So this is a big third down here for the Clinton defense. Great pursuit by the defense. This time it is a keeper. Westfall looks downfield. He's got a receiver. He looks. It is. We're going to see if it's intercepted by the Cardinals. Waiting for an indication. It is. Interception by Clinton. And that is Sales making a great play. Peyton Sales goes right up there. He's in perfect position. And I I noticed that last week. You know, Peyton was in position on some plays where he knocked some passes down. You know, he was that close to getting interception, and right there he did. I mean, he just backpedaled, was step-for-step with the receiver. And Westfall, that time he put too much on it, just lofting it up. Getting a little greedy, you know, yep. go, going for the end zone, and Sales says, I don't think so. Steps right in front of it. So, well, And the receiver with a man on both sides of him. 
Yeah. Uh, well covered. So 8.25 left to go in this first quarter. 0-0 the score between the Tigers of Warrensburg and your Clinton Cardinals. Cardinals in the shotgun. Camden is the pass out to Neal. Neal with the ball. He makes one man miss. He gets across to about the 10-yard line before he is brought down. Going to be a good game by Neal. Yeah, I believe... Yeah, I believe, yeah, I think it was, Neil. I thought for a moment it was Barry, but uh, but this is dangerous here. I mean, this is where you got to be aware of the protection, as we were talking about when you're backed up right here in front of the end zone. Uh, this is where they had some of those mistakes last week. So you just need that pass protection. That was a good play call, though, by Coach Carlson, getting the ball out quick to avoid the rush. Second down, call it six for the Cardinals in their own territory. Camden Lafarge. With the ball, now it is Peyton Sales. Sales, oh, oh he loses the ball, but it's out of bounds. <laughs> it's going to stay with the Cardinals. Oh, man, that, that about gave you a heart attack oh. there because that ball was setting. I mean, it, it was like it just didn't want to go out of bounds, and then it just, I don't know if a little gust of wind came up or something there, but it blew the ball out. Fortunately for Peyton Sales, boy, that was very, very close. There was a Warrensburg <laughs> defender right there, but, hey, that still goes for a first down. And, hey, it's no fumble if it goes out of bounds, Absolutely. Right? It doesn't, doesn't count. So It is first and ten for the Cardinals. Ball just on the Warrensburg or the Cardinals side of the 20 as they get ready to go. Now Lafarge once again in shotgun. Man in motion coming around. That's 25. Mertz as flags fly. I believe that's going to be false start motion on the Cardinals. Yeah, I believe so. I think they got the, the left guard there. A little early that time by Jacob Stewart. So, and again, you know, that hurts because this every little bit matters when you're on this side of the field. When you're having to operate deep in your own territory, you got to stay away from those penalties. And that kind of negates a little bit that previous play to Sales, which was a good play that went for the first down. But now you're right back to about the 15-yard line and setting at a first and 15. First and 15 is what you're at as uh, they come up. It is... So far, it's been good drives by the Cardinals, but to no avail. Yeah, the first drive, they moved the ball and got deep in Warrensburg territory and just gave up that late sack. But here, trying to take advantage of that pick by Sales, but facing a longer field. Cannon Lafarge in the shotgun. He is in the grass. He is going to be brought down at the 10-yard line. Looks like one of the two that we were talking about earlier, 72 or 73. It's 72. Luca Fox. And Mar, yeah, Mar in there as well. Trace Mar, I got to give him credit for that sack too as well. That's his second sack, uh, and that's tough to block when you got Fatka and Mar in the same gap. I mean, you got to block both those guys. Uh, just huge, huge there in the middle to move. You almost got to consider double teaming them. I know that presents other problems, but uh, you know, they're going to be a handful all night here. And now you're looking at a second and 19. Second down, a country mile to go for the first as they go with. It is incomplete on the uh, Cardinals. Intended, I'm looking to see who it was intended for. Looks like it was Barry, Barry in the middle there trying to go over the seam. And, and, you know, that was good protection that time. You know, they had some stability up front, and it gave Cannon a little bit of time to throw, but – uh, just not enough on the pass over the middle. It's going to be third down, 19 once again for the Cardinals. Yeah. 
as they get ready to go. You may have to turn your phone off over there. I'm telling you. You're a popular guy. The boss is texting me, too. (laughs) It's 639. Looks like timeout called here on the field. We're going to take a timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. Brett Plumley here at Jim Falk Motor Service Department. School has started, and it's time to hit the road again and back to school, fall sports, and even your daily drive to work. Make sure your vehicle is in top running condition with Jim Falk Motors' 5995 Car Care Package. Get a fully synthetic oil change, tire rotation, pressure check, brake inspection, multi-point inspection, fluid top-off, filter, belts and hoses check, and a battery test. All that for just $59.95. At Jim Falk Motors Service Department. And remember, we service all makes and models. With everything going on today, it's easy to forget to take care of ourselves. Compass Health Network is here to help. We provide a wide range of mental health, primary care, and dental services for the entire family. Whether you need to talk to a therapist, get a routine health checkup, or have a filling replaced, Compass Health Network is here for you in person or virtually. Call 844-853-8937 to schedule an appointment or visit compasshealthnetwork.org for more information. Back to the stadium and more Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Welcome back. It is 6.39 left to go in this first quarter. 0-0 the score. It is the Cardinals in the shotgun. Takes the punt. Good kick by Himes. Back across the 50. Still taking a Clinton roll. It's going to come down at about the 46-yard line. Yeah, not a bad punt there by Cannon. Getting that away, and that time they avoided the rush. They picked up those outside edge rushers, and a good job to get that punt away. A little confusing on third down. But it is first and 10. Ball on the 46-yard line of the Tigers. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards along with you. 6.28 left to go in this first quarter. 0-0 the score. Warrensburg Tigers taking on your Clinton Cardinals from right here. It is the Tigers in the shotgun. The one of Kobe Westfall in the shotgun takes the snap. Hands off to the eight of Cole Kreisel. Kreisel along the far side, still on his feet across the 40, the 30. He is to the 20, the 10. Still one man to beat. Knocked him out of bounds. Touchdown saving tackle. I believe that was Richie Brown that knocked him out. But, yeah, Kreisel, he's ripped off a couple big runs. That one about 50 yards and puts Warrensburg in business uh, down in the goal-to-go situation. So this is uh, by far the deepest they've been. And that's just that off-tackle counterplay, but they spread you out with that. That's the difference. It's not from under center. And so the blocks happen a lot quicker there. And Kreisel, man, he's got some wheels. I mean, he, it doesn't take him long to get turned up going uh, north. Kreisel gets him all the way down into the red zone. It is first and 10 from the 8-yard line. First and goal, yeah. Or first and goal yeah. to go. And yeah. it's, they're going to take advantage of it right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was right down central on the handoff. That was a fullback dive play. And that was just big old power set and nothing fancy run right in behind those big guys up on the line. And, and that will give Warrensburg – Uh, their first point so that did not take long there two plays to get them in the end zone kenny hong i believe the four was the running back on that so they're going to go for the extra point it will be the quarterback westfall to hold as they line it up ryan henry ryland henry kick is up kick is good extra point is good good. that's going to make your score seven to nothing and 
at 6.11 to go in this first quarter. We'll leave it right here. It has been the Clinton Cardinals have been in this ball game, um, defense and offensive-wise. So they've done a great job, but just too much to uh, overwhelm. And uh, Kreisel uh, on a quick end around, and he found a lot of daylight. Yeah, he sure did. But really the difference has been the pass protection, again, as we talked about, because that last drive, what happened? They were backed up. Uh, deep in the end zone or deep in front of the end zone and gave up those two costly sacks. So that forces you into that fourth and long punting situation that we just saw. But but you're right. You know, they've had the pick, which has been uh, a plus on defense to get that early turnover. But it's just it, it comes down to field position sometimes. You know, you can move the ball uh, deep in the other team's territory, but they can flip the field on you in a hurry. And that's just what Warrensburg did right there. You know, they take the punt and go down in two plays. But you got to feel confident. Cardinals have moved the football, you know, on offense a little bit. They just got to come out here and finish the drive this time and, and turn those long series into some points. And kind of interesting, Doug, uh, while we were talking about that, Coach Carlson was standing out there in front of the official. They were having a conversation, like, face-to-face, but it was out on the field. Like, they were – I don't know if you saw that or not, but it was at, huh. right at the 10-yard line. So I'd been curious – it didn't look heated, but I was just curious what – what they'd be talking about in that case, but it's kind of odd to see him come out on the field like that and face the official like they were having, like me and you right here standing next to each other. I don't know. That was just kind of kind of weird. That's a good question for Ava next week. We there need you to, go. We need to tell her, hey, ask him, what were you talking to the official there with about 6-11 to go in the uh, first half in the second quarter there? Kick is away, and it is Emory Neal. Neal with the ball. He's going to keep it in the end zone. I take that back to Richie Brown. Yeah, Richie Brown there, and uh, he he thought about it, but then he realized, oh, man, I'm in the end zone. That was was a booming kick. I mean, that was a monster uh, kick there that time from Warrensburg. Yeah, Ryland Henry got a big old leg. That was a monster kick. So that, you know, gets you to 20 here. Big drive, though, Doug. I mean, this is where you need to come down, get some points. Uh, You know, you're only down here 7-0 in the first half here. Still got... Uh, what, 6.09 to go. So this is a situation where this is still a, a very tight game. you got to put that behind you and come out here and, and look for sales, look for Neal. You know, that's kind of been the bread and butter plays so far for the Cardinals, and they're going to look to pass, looks like, on this first down. This time a little room to work. Candid and Lafarge with a pitch out or pass out to the far sideline. Barry. Barry? Yep. And it was Colin Barry. With the catch. Yeah, first catch tonight for Colin, and, and that's that short route. You know, Coach Carlson just trying to dial that short stuff up here early just to uh, negate the pass rush. You know, that's the goal with this. You want to just get the ball out of Candon's hands as quick as possible. And the Cardinal receivers, you know, with Neil, Barry, and also Sales, they can make those first guys miss. You know, if you give them yep. the ball out there, it's almost like a run play, though, on that short pass, but they can get past that first defender. Lafarge once again, this time to the near side, I believe, sails. That is Ross Cop, actually. Ross, yep. Yeah. And a same play. See, that was the same play just to the other side of the field because they had Carson lined up in the slot on the near side. And, and it's just that short, get it out quick, get it out quick. And, and we've seen Carson do a pretty good job this year catching the ball out of the backfield. He's really been kind of the third, fourth receiver. These last few games, we had seen him in the backfield. You know, they would line him up a little bit at fullback. So, you know, Coach Carlson is pretty versatile. You know, he moves all of his guys around on the field and puts them in different spots. Third and four. It is in the shotgun. Almost knocked away. That is 
intended for the 17 of Cameron Mertz. Well defended by Warrensburg. Yeah, they played man coverage that time on that uh, far side, and that was just a, a great read by the corner that time for Warrensburg. Uh, Gavin Wynn stepping in front, not trying to do too much, just gets his hand out uh, to bat it down. And now you're in another fourth down situation here, Doug, and, you know, you just got to punt. You know, I know your heart kind of tells you to go for it, but you're just too deep on your side of the field and got to get this punt off here. This is a big protection situation for Clinton like we've talked about. they got to protect here. Himes, good kick. Go to angle it away. Good punt. It's going to go out of bounds. Yeah, Candon, that's a good-looking punt. I mean, he's able to angle that so he controls where he wants it to go. And so he's, you know, you hate to say it because you don't want Candon to be punting a lot. Yeah. But when he does punt, he's getting pretty good at it. I mean, he's getting to where he can get those hops. He can angle it and uh, did a good job there. Yeah, I corrected that uh, Candle Lafarge with a kick instead of Himes. So it's going to be first and ten. For the Warrensburg Tigers in their own territory, 440 left to play, 7 to nothing in favor of Warrensburg is the score. Warrensburg just inside, just beyond that 40-yard line, about 41 on their side of the field. It'll be first and 10. And they got a short side this way, long side that way. It is twin receivers both ways. And a quick pass off and into first down and into Clinton territory. Well defended. That is the five of, well, that is Ty Carman, or Car- Carmen, yeah. Well, I can't read today. Um, 17 in that uh, defendant. That is Cameron Mertz. But it is the first 10, 10 for the Tigers. First and 10, they are in Clinton territory. 47-yard line. Snap is away. Oh, oh, wow. What good wow. hit. It was the sixth of Xavier Morris with the handoff, but no fooling on that one. Is the 54, I believe, Gabriel, Gabriel Simmons. Simmons. Yes, yes, indeed. The senior. Yes, indeed. That was fantastic by Simmons. I mean, he shot the gap. Uh, that's great defensive play by Gabriel at a big spot, too, on this drive because it puts him in a second and 12. Second and 12 in the shotgun. Man in motion coming across. Hands off this time going to the far side. He's got some room over on the far side across the 40, 30, 20. He's got one man to beat. Can he beat him? He does. He brings it back. Touchdown, Warrensburg. Wow. Xavier Morris. Man, that was a heck of a move, as you said, Doug, right there at the 10. He had that one guy, and, boy, he juked him right at the 10-yard line. That was a, a big-time move. And, man, they go to the ground again. They hit, they hit the home run on the ground attack. I mean, that's a big-time play. Uh, just that left counter trap, a couple blockers out on the edge to set that up, and, man, big-time yards. About a 60, it was about 60-yard run there. Yeah, it, uh, Yeah, not too far from that. Kick is up. Kick is good. By the three of Ryland Henry. That is 14 to nothing in favor of the Tigers. 322 left to play in this first quarter. We'll take a break. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. KD. Awesome. Hot, hot. 
We'll be back with more Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. You want the best price from the best dealership? At Max Motors, we make it easy. Purchase or order your next new vehicle at invoice pricing. We honor all A, X, Z, and D plans, supplier pricing, and industry offers. At Max Motors, we guarantee to beat any dealer's online price by $500. Check out the Max Motors guarantee. Contact us for a hassle-free quote. Max Motors is the easiest place to buy a car with the highest trade-in values in the Midwest. MaxMotors.com. See dealer for details. One of the most important considerations when decorating your home is the window treatment. Windows serve as the primary source of light in the home. Properly choosing the right type, color, and pattern of window treatments will define the room as well as the house. Integrity Floors carries a wide variety of quality name brands and many products including wood blinds, shades, and verticals. Ask us for a free measure and quote. Integrity Floors, 1806 East Ohio Street, next to Westlake's in Clinton. Integrity. Our name says it all. Come see us. Back to the Clinton Cardinals game now on 95.3 KDKD. Welcome back to Clinton High School. It is 14 to nothing to pay the Warrensburg Tigers. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call with you. 322 left to go in this first quarter. And you are, of course, listening to Clinton Cardinal High School football action on 95.3 KDKD. Clinton, Missouri, a Raptor Media Group station. Kick is deep. In the end zone, he's going to keep it back there. Guys, yeah, Henry again putting that ball in the end zone on the fly. Uh, no hops, and he gets it there into the end zone. So, yeah, I mean, as we were saying in break, Doug, this is, uh, you know, you hate to say a must-score drive, but, you know, because we're still so early, but uh, you really got to come down and, and move the football. You know, they didn't move the football much that last drive. You know, Warrensburg really – uh, tighten the screws on them defensively. So you, you really need to put together a scoring drive here at this point in the game, and, and we'll see. You know, you get down a couple touchdowns, and your play calling kind of starts to change. You kind of feel like, oh, we got to go deep. we yep. gotta, we yep. got to start pushing it down the field a little more. So I'll be curious if Coach Carlson, if he stays with some of those short passes or if they start trying to really get the ball down the field here. They better get this play underway. They got five seconds left yeah, to go on the clock. You are right. They're just now getting out there. Two one. They better call it. He got it. Wow. Lafarge, away. Oh, oh no. And that's not a good way to do it. <laughs> oh man. He kicked it out to the far side. Yeah. And that was all well and good, but well pursued by the Tigers. And the young man tried to put it up and. To no avail. Yeah, what happened was Barry was going to try to throw that, so it was a wide receiver pass. As you said, he threw it out in the flat, and then Barry was going to try to throw it down the field, but Barry's pass was knocked up in the air. I think his arm got hit yep. when it was coming forward, and Warrensburg had five guys right there. I mean, it was who wants the pick, basically, because there was so much traffic. So, yeah, that, that's a, a tough, tough mistake there for Clinton, and it's going to hand Warrensburg the ball. Uh, deep in Clinton territory. That's a, a huge play. Yeah, it's first and ten for the Tigers by the 18-yard line of the Cardinals. It is Westfall in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Now looks downfield. He's got a man open. Oh! oh. Hit him in the hands. Sure did. That was Carmen and had a shot at it. That was a pretty well-thrown ball. I mean, that, that was a tough throw by Kobe Westfall to make, but he put it right there. I mean, uh, Carmen, I think, is going to see that on film and, and want that one back because that was in the bread basket and it was just thrown perfectly behind the corner. So a missed touchdown there for Warrensburg. Nice thing. Well defended by the Cardinals, number 20. Um, that is, of course, or 28, excuse me, Richie Brown. 
a sophomore. So that is a good thing on that. So it's second and ten for the Tigers. It is Westfall. He's hit just as he released. And he is uh, incomplete. So luckily he threw it out of bounds where nobody could catch it. But it's going to bring up third down. Well, we're talking, uh, Spencer, the defense is meeting the occasion here this time. Yeah, so far, but this is a big play here on third down. That was Cohen Bramel, by the way, on that last play that put the hit on Westfall that really disrupted that play. But, uh, you know, you got to bet, though, this is probably four-down territory. Warrensburg, they're smelling another touchdown here, so if they get in a fourth down, they'll probably go for it. Double reverse. Double reverse, and he's got wide open field. That is the eight. Once again, he switches and touchdown Warrensburg. That is Cole Kreisel once again. Yep, double reverse handoff. They handed it uh, back left. Morris did coming back the other way to the right to, as you said, Kreisel, and he said, I'll do the rest. Yep, and he that, got him on a little misdirection, and yep. pursuit was great. Unfortunately, it was too good. Exactly, and that's where you get behind the uh, edge there, and if you overrun that double reverse, it's you know, you're looking at the back of the guy's jersey, and that's what happened. Long. Kicks it and good. Makes it 21 to nothing. 254 left to go in this first quarter. We're going to leave it right here. Of course, uh, a couple of reminders for everybody out there. If you uh, listen on demand to all the games on the Clinton Cardinal Football Podcast at communityfirstpodcast.com, brought to you by Aaron Collins, your Missouri Farm Bureau agent in Henry County, Community First Podcast Network from Ratford Media Group. And you and I were talking before the game, hey, football fans, the Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9. Truman Lakes, home for the Chiefs football every Monday. Tune in at 6 p.m. for Chiefs Kingdom to hear from Andy Reid and key players from last week's game. The Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9. And I'm really hoping we get to hear about a Chiefs victory this Sunday. I hope so, but uh, your bet there, Mr. Neff, yeah, you, know. Uh, you know, well, we, we may call you on that on Monday, <laughs> but, hey, oh, it should be a great game, man. That's going to be a, a what they call a big-time football game Arrow, at Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, it, folks, of course, remember that epic game last year uh, in the divisional round and probably going to be a few touchdowns in that game, don't you suspect? I suspect, and not only that, but whoever's got that ball towards the end. I agree. I yep. don't think they're going to leave any time on the clock. I agree. I agree. It is the Warrensburg Tigers set to kick off from their 40 long with the ball. Brings it, approaches, kick. This time across the center of the field. It's going to be a return to the 10 and 20. Got down about the 25-yard line, 17. Cameron Mertz on the return. All the touchdowns so far, Doug, for Warrensburg on the ground. And, you know, 60-yard run by Morris, 40-yard by Chrysler. And uh, the other one there, the big fullback, uh, had the other one, I uh, believe, Carmen uh, of a five. So it's been the ground and pound for the Tigers. And we we're kind of talking about it in break. They're running at that left side. You know, they're looking at the film down here. Uh, you know, and I, it's a, incredible now. High school teams can put the video screen. They don't have the tablets, but they've got the big TVs down here now where they can watch the film uh, on the sideline. So they're, you know, they're looking at stuff during the game, and, and they like something on that left side on the offensive end. Cameron Mertz with the call and gets a handoff, brings it up about the 29-yard line. So it's going to be a gain of two, second down and eight. Yeah, you're right. I wonder if we can go down at halftime and switch the channel on them. Well, they probably wouldn't like that too much. But, uh, 
But I'll tell you, that's uh, something that I, I saw Harrisonville. They were doing it. Uh, Pleasant Hill had a TV down there where they let the kids, you know, they could go back and watch the plays. And, uh, man, I mean, that I don't remember teams doing that even last year. So that's something that's already happening now at the high school level where they're doing that in-game film study. Hand off once again by Lafarge, this time to the 17 of Mertz. He gets to about the 30-yard line. And it is going to be third down, call it seven. Probably a passing situation here. You know, Coach Carlson has stayed on the ground. You know, he hasn't tried to to really get aggressive right now, even though you're down three scores, but probably going to have to find a way to stretch the field. You know, Warrensburg, they're playing one safety in the middle, uh, so or at least they did on the last couple plays. We'll see what they do here. But, you know, that may be an area where you want to attack. We know Neal is good over the middle. Uh, sales is good over the middle, uh, and they're going to bring everybody up, it looks like, so they don't have a safety deep this time. And the shotgun. Now the handoff ball is loose. Let's see, and I guess he, he recovered his own fumble. So It's Roscop with the carry, gets a crosser. He lost a little bit of yardage, I believe. Maybe he gained about two. It's going to be fourth down. Call it five for the Clinton Cardinals. And we'll see if they want to run the last play here in the first quarter, Doug. They do have time to do it, 50 seconds and counting. So you don't have to hurry here. Play clock is still at 13, so plenty of time. We're going to see three receivers. It looks like they're going to go for it on fourth down. Going to take the clock down, it looks like. Yeah, I believe and call it time. I know they're going to take. It is Emery Neal by himself on the far side looking to see. I believe he's got the reception. Oh, wow. They're going to call it a catch. 45-yard line of Warrensburg. Clinton is back in business. Wow. That's the second big-time catch by Emery Neal right along the sideline. Too. Wouldn't be bad. Maybe his double team. Yeah. Hold them. And, uh, but Warrensburg's thinking, oh, if we just had challenge, uh, if we just had challenge, because that's one of those – it was close. Had you been able to have the benefit of the doubt, you know, you never know. But, hey, that line judge was right there. He made the call, so we'll take his word for it. And that's a much-needed first down. It also stops the clock. So you do have some cracks at the end zone now with about 25 seconds. 25 seconds ago, Lafarge looks downfield. Now he's under pressure. He is brought down back in Clinton territory at the 40, call it the 43. That's the fourth sack that I have down tonight for Warrensburg, and that is uh, Kenny Hong on the tackle. Man, another big kid in there in the middle, and it's just unblockable. I mean, when you got those two guys in the middle and then he's coming off that other gap, uh, they're just shooting through there. And so Warrensburg's defense, they've been able to get some of that pressure so far, Doug, and it's led to some problems for Clinton offensively. Well, and they uh, put him down going to show at the 45, so it's going to be second down. And uh, Clinton going to have a long ways to go right here. Speaking of long ways, we're going to take a 60-second timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. Clinton Cardinals football on KDKD. Back after this. Go and get a rate quote to ensure your passport. Boss, is that our jingle for AgentNewman.com? No, AgentNewman.com doesn't need a jingle. Just say, visit AgentNewman.com for an insurance quote. Now back to work. If you're sure. It's so great, you'll tell your mom. 
I heard that. Join KitchenAid and Troby's Maytag Home Appliance Center and make it your own to customize your collection in the kitchen by getting up to $1,500 via prepaid rebate card by mail when you purchase select KitchenAid appliances. Explore savings on cooking, cleaning, and refrigeration. Everything you need to create the perfect kitchen workshop. Visit Troby's Maytag Home Appliance Center today and make it your own. Offer valid October 1st through December 31st, 2022. Back to the stadium and more Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Spencer Edwards with Doug Neff back with you here. Clayton Radford in the studios. We head to quarter number two. Tigers with the 21-0 advantage here in week eight action. Hard to believe, but the final game of the regular season coming up next week. And then we're into district play. So the Cardinals looking for some points as they begin the drive with a second and 20 from their own 45. And the handoff goes to the first man through. That is Carson Roskop and gain of maybe a couple. So we've seen, Doug, the defense very tough for Warrensburg. They haven't uh, given an inch after the Cardinals moved the ball on them a little bit on that first drive. But the sacks, uh, the interception, uh, they've been able to generate that pressure. And, and the Cardinals down three scores trying to get the ball into Warrensburg territory on this drive. Yeah, Chris Carter with the stop on that. Roskop trying to shoot that gap, and uh, Cardinals got caught just uh, coming across third down. Third down, 18. They're going to send three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. That'll be Neal. He's already got a couple catches. They put Mertz in motion on that left side. As Lafarge's pass is batted straight up in the air, lucky that wasn't intercepted, but it falls to the turf harmlessly incomplete but we do have a penalty flag down over on the far sideline just in front of the clinton bench and is this our first penalty of the night here doug i think it is yep second yep second maybe so that'll be a false start start on the cardinals Cardinals. yeah the first one was false start on the yeah that was on that was obviously on mertz there because we saw him go in motion a little bit too early and you're not going to fool that line judge he's looking right down the line so if that receiver starts at all early they're going to get called for that so that's going to put him in a fourth down and as Keith Jackson would say, you remember Keith Jackson? Oh, no, I never the, heard of him. The no. great Keith Jackson. <laughs> fourth and a country mile. Yeah, that's right. Fourth and a country mile. So fourth down. Officially, it's 18 as Lafarge will punt for the third time tonight. Gets it away from the 35. Angles it. Pretty good punt. Oh, and it's going to be fielded at about the 18 coming off the right side. That's going to be Kreisel, and he's going to take it to about the 30. Man, I'm surprised he decided to field that dangerous you know he could have just let that roll out of bounds but well yeah but then again you'd have been back at the 18 or 17 or true so good return for the uh, tigers great defense so far for the tire cardinals but um just those yeah minus two the three runs. Touchdowns. Yeah, yeah those three runs have been the key otherwise you know they have been able to get in the backfield a little bit but we've seen this three-headed monster tonight with the Warrensburg Tiger running attack as they start first down and 10 from their own 30 as Kobe Westfall back to pass, drifts out in the flat left side, finds his man coming out of the backfield from the 45 over midfield and into Clinton territory all the way down to the Clinton 40. That'll be the fullback, Kenny Hong, with the catch. Yeah, Emery Neal with the stop as he tried to strip that ball and ride in the uh, back of Hong. And finally brought him down to the 43-yard line. Big-time chunk play there, a gain of about 40 yards. So that'll move the sticks for the Tigers, trying to add to this 21-0 lead. Cardinals coming in 1-6 and six on the year. Warrensburg is 2-5. and five. Both these teams' conference rivals. 
Four wide receivers from the shotgun. Westfall trying to load it up, was wanting to go deep, now pulls it down and scrambles, and he's got the legs. He's over the 30, over the 25, and down to about the Clinton 20. You're listening to Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Where else can you find great food, excellent atmosphere, and plenty of parking for your truck and boat trailer? Only at Mallard's Roadhouse. They know that the warmer weather brings lots of outdoor activities, and they are ready for the hungry fishermen. So bring your appetite, bring your buddies, and most importantly, bring your stories. There's something on the menu for everyone at Mallard's Roadhouse, just 200 short seconds from the historic downtown Clinton Square. Be sure to like them on Facebook for daily specials. Mallard's Roadhouse. You want the best price from the best dealership? At Max Motors, we make it easy. Purchase or order your next new vehicle at invoice pricing. We honor all A, X, Z, and D plans, supplier pricing, and industry offers. At Max Motors, we guarantee to beat any dealer's online price by $500. Check out the Max Motors guarantee. Contact us for a hassle-free quote. Max Motors is the easiest place to buy a car with the highest trade-in values in the Midwest. MaxMotors.com. See dealer for details. Back to the Clinton Cardinals game now on 95.3 KDKD. Right down the middle, so he is perfect here tonight. And we'll go ahead and take it back to the studio. Yep. 28 to nothing in favor of Warrensburg with 9.35. We're going to leave it right here. Um, we lost connection, folks. Sorry, just a little bit of a friends, but uh, we lost connection on that. So we're going to leave it right here. Uh, it, was, it was a score by the Tigers as they took it in and ran it in to the end zone. Uh, so that makes it 28 to nothing in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. Uh, it's with 9.38 left to go in this first. Yeah, we'll go ahead and take a timeout, Doug. I think we're back now. So we'll send it back, back right after this with the kick. And we are back here from Cardinal Stadium with 9.38 on the clock as the kick will be coming up here for the Tigers. And it will be the three of Henry... Man, he's got tons of leg. We've seen him hit the end zone the last three times from the 40-yard line, and it will be a deep kick all the way to the end zone again as they will let it go. That will be Sales watching it go over his head. I guess I could say Sales over his head, pun intended there. So we will be bringing this ball out to the 20-yard line. It looks like after that kick, another touchdown by Kreisel. As we've seen, all of the touchdowns so far for the Tigers have been on the ground. So they are up over, uh, well up over 200 yards rushing here in the first half of football. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a give or take. Uh, it's been faster famine, you know, uh, one way or the other. So, and now the Cardinals really honestly have to do something yeah. this time. 938 left to go in this first half. Uh, 28 to nothing is the score in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. Four wide receivers set out of the shotgun. Pass is caught and then fumbled by Neal. So he's got to fall back on that, on the ground, but he's able to get on that just short of the 30-yard line. So fortunate recovery there for Emory Neal. The pass was ruled a completion and then a fumble. So it'll be second down and short coming up for the Cardinals with 9.15 left here before the half yeah they're getting ready to, and they got lucky on that one yeah neil falling on it definitely so they're going to send three wide receivers to the right one to the left as lafarge from the shotgun back to pass on second and three pass out in the flat far side it'll be caught by roscop 
as he turns it up the field and has the first down, takes it all the way to the Clinton 40-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about 30. Fourth catch tonight for Roscott, Doug. He's looked good catching the ball out of the backfield again here in this game. You know, uh, Roscott is a very good de- or a pass catcher or receiver coming out of that backfield. Uh, he just hasn't had the opportunity up front because he's got a huge line to run through. Right, as they will move the chains. So first down and 10 at the 41. Ball on the left hash. Four wide receivers from the shotgun. It's a draw play right up the middle, and it will be Cannon LaForge keeping it for a short gain on the play. First time we've seen that draw tonight, right in between the hash marks. So gain of a yard brings up second down and nine to go for the Cardinals from their own 42. Coming up on eight minutes to go here in the first half. Well, as they get ready to go, it is second down, a long way to go for that uh, first. This has got to be a good drive for the Cardinals. Will be a three-wide receiver set, two to the left side from under center this time. Lafarge going to toss, sweep it left side over to Cam Mertz as he's going to get over the 45 to about the 46. Still going to be shy of the marker by about five, six yards on the play as they bottle that up. A nice tackle made over there by Tony Farr for the Tigers. As they've been trying to run away from those big guys there in the middle. And, man, it's been a tough sledding dug in this first half running the ball uh, for Clinton. Most of that success offensively has come through the air. Yeah, as they get ready to go, it's third down and about five. See what the Cardinals have as they go three receivers to this side. And they look that way, and the pass is caught by Neal, and then he gets drilled right at midfield. And, man, he almost got driven back, but he's able to just kind of stretch the ball over to get the first down. So right at the stick, took a big hit, but moves the chains. Yeah, it's going to be a first down, and he knew where he had to be. Yep. Was right where he had to be and made that first down with the catch. Very good awareness that time by Neal. So first down and 10 to go. Ball is at the 48-yard line now for the Cardinals on the Warrensburg half of the field, trying to put together a late drive here in the first half as Roscop takes the pitch to the left side and is going to turn it upfield. Gets to about the 46-yard line on the play. Man, he is just short. Going to see where they're going to spot it. You're right, the 46-yard line, but he was trying to keep those wheels moving. Going to be second down. I'll call it seven for the Cardinals. Be the second carry tonight out of the backfield for Roscop. 6.30 to go. Still plenty of time to try to get on the board here in this uh, end of this second quarter for the Cardinals, down 28-0. And they'll spread the receivers this time, two to the right, one to the left. They go back out of the shotgun. Roscop is the back as they take the direct snap, and it will be a draw back to Lafarge. And he is stuffed right there in the middle. Again, they keep trying to hammer on that uh, over that guard uh, guard tackle in and over that slot, and then there's some huge individuals on that other side. T- Tony Farr. One of those huge individuals, 6'3", 330, as we've talked about. He uh, introduced himself on that hit right there in the middle. So third down, nine now for the Cardinals. Yeah, they have got to find a great – they've got to find a pass play on this one for sure. From the 47 of Warrensburg, they're going to send Peyton Sales wide to the left, two wide receivers to the right. Warrensburg with a four-man front, two middle linebackers. They play zone. From the shotgun, Lafarge rolls back to his left, looking deep down the left side. Got a man down there, and it is caught at the 20 by Mertz. He's at the 10, 5, and he is in. 
for the touchdown, Cameron Mertz. Awesome play, great shot. Cameron could not make it any better than that. Absolutely, and you called it. They had to have a pass right there, and, boy, they went to that deep ball down the left side, and Mertz, man, he had about two or three steps on the corner on that. He was well behind the coverage and a beautiful throw by Cannon Lafarge. Can't beat two men on that coverage, so great job, Cameron Mertz. Cardinals needed that big time. About a 50-yard pass, Lafarge hits Cameron Mertz to make it 28-6. to Himes will kick the extra point with 5.22 left to go here before the half. Pretty good snap. Ball is down, and a kick is good right down the middle. So a big score here late in the second quarter for the Cardinals to get a little bit of momentum back. And that was just such a great design, Doug. They rolled Lafarge back to the left, and we've talked about it this year. I think Cannon almost throws the deep ball better yep. when he's on the roll. And well, and not only that, but you also give your receivers time to get downfield and get away from the coverage, and that's exactly what they did. They rolled him out, uh, got him over to the far side, and Lafarge looked down, and he said he just unleashed that. He's got a tremendous arm. So are we keeping it here? Okay. So we will have the kick here in just a moment as uh, Doug Neff's got a promo for us over there. Uh, yeah, don't forget, uh, if you're outside the listening area, 95.3 KDKD, you can still take us with you on the Radford Media app. Download it on your Apple or Android device and get the latest news, weather, and stream both the 95.3 KDKD and Rock 104.3 or 104.9 available for free. It's the Radford Media app. Check it out. Himes getting ready to kick for the Cardinals at the 40-yard line here. And if you're going to take us with you, let us know where we're going. You know, that would be kind of Hey, nice. you're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. Well, I know where we're going next week. I guess we're going to center. Well, so, yeah, well, well, we'll see, go to Florida. We'll see the Yellow Jackets next week. The undefeated Yellow Jackets who are playing a big game tonight with Pleasant Hill. That's really one of the best games in the state tonight between those two teams. Really curious to see who wins that as they – Kicked the ball on the ground, a little squib kick there that time, and a return of short yardage for Carmen out to about the 40, we'll call it the 45. Yeah, yeah. that's the only problem with that kick, the way they kick that, is that if they recover and start bringing it back, it's short yardage. You've got tremendous field position. But look out here. Cardinal defense got to be quick on their feet this time because Warrensburg, you know they're going to stay aggressive. They've got plenty of time and all their timeouts left. They go back to that double reverse. Kreisel off the right, hands it back off the left, and all kinds of daylight coming around the left side, 40 down the side. Flag comes out at the 20. He's down to the 15 to the 10 and drags defenders with him to about the 6. But we'll see if this maybe comes back. I'm thinking this may be against Warrensburg, actually, blocking the back. I think you're right. I think it very well could come back because when you see those quick double reverses like that, usually on the back side of that, is when you get those holds or blocks in the back. And that was a big run of about 50 yards. Oh, they pick it up. Oh, they waved it off. Yep, yep. they're going to wave it off. So that's going to set Warrensburg up deep in the Clinton red zone. We saw him run that double reverse in the first quarter for big yardage, and that was huge yards again that time on the double reverse for Chrysler. First and goal to go from the seven-yard line. Wow, so that... Gives Warrensburg another great opportunity here to tack on to this 28-7 lead. 5.02 left before the half. 
and they're going to spread this formation out. Looks like four wide receivers, but that's, you know, Warrensburg, they've done such a great job of spreading the formations out, but running against Clinton. Uh, you know, it doesn't look like a power set, but they have uh, gashed the Cardinals on offense on the ground. They've only attempted a couple passes as they go back on the end around handoff, this time off the right side and diving into the end zone for the touchdown is the six of Xavier Morris, his second touchdown of the first half to make it 34 to seven. Morse in favor got, of the Tigers. Morse got the handoff, was going to the far side, looked, found a gap, turned in, touchdown. Another six on the board, and the extra point coming up with 4.55 to go. Ryland Henry has been perfect on the uh, PAT so far, and this one is on the way, and it is good, good right down the middle. And all the scores, Doug, again, on the ground. Man, it's been heavy, heavy ground attack. Over, Well over half of their offense has been running the football with Chrysler, Morris. We've seen a little bit of Hong as well. So they're doing it with three or four different running backs. This just isn't one running back we've seen. Well, I think they're looking, and it's misdirection in a lot of cases, but I think they're looking, and they have uh, seen something about the pursuit that the uh, Cardinals have and maybe a little over-pursuit. Yep. And so they're working that against them, and especially in the reverses and the double handoffs, and, and it's just running for glory at that point. Tough to stop, indeed. So you got another promo for us over there sure. before the kick? Uh, don't forget, mykdkd.com is Missouri Broadcasters Association, best local website for two years in a row. I know Clayton's awful proud of that. And um, you'll find community news, podcasts, sports news, and games on demand, local weather, community events, and much more. Add it to your favorites. It's mykdkd.com. Henry getting ready to kick off from the 40 for the Tigers. And I think he's hit the end zone all but once so far on these kicks. And, of course, one time the Cardinals did, I think, try to bring it out of the end zone on a return. Last couple times they've just let it go. Well, one time that he didn't hit the end zone, I think that was intentional. I think right, to... right. And, uh, of course, tonight no win. So it, uh, it's been one of those nights he's been showing off the leg as he booms this one again. Oh, he's going to get the two-yard line this time. So it'll be a shot at a return for Mertz as he brings it to the 10 to the 15. Oh, and it's dropped right at the 15. Big-time tackle by Ryan Munsterman flying down the field to make a big hit. Stops Mertz right in his tracks. Yeah, if that was a race driver, we'd call him Flying Ryan. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. So the Cardinals back on offense here. Still some time to respond back, but uh, you're at the point in the game, though, Doug, where it's tough to counterpunch. I mean, you're down 35-7, and you just got to keep trying to chip away uh, here to get into the locker room. Warrensburg will get the ball, I believe, to start the second half. Yes, sir. As they bring this actually to the 17-yard line, and that's where the Cardinals will begin the series. But a touchdown drive, though, the last time out for CHS. That was the pass deep down the field to Mertz. A beautiful pass it was from Lafarge. So four wide receivers set. They go out of the shotgun. They're going to run that roll back, bootleg back to the left, looking deep left side, and it's incomplete, but that will be pass interference. As a little early there, the corner arriving for Warrensburg basically knocks Colin Berry to the ground. And was that one of the easiest pass interference calls you've seen, Doug? Right you know, there? I don't have a striped shirt on, but I call that. Yeah, I think here, we yeah. could both see that. Yeah, for sure. So uh, pretty obvious, and they will mark this off. 
you know, should be an automatic first down. Unfortunately, the defender arrived just a hair early, yeah. and that's, I mean, he was actually trying to be a good defender, but he, uh, he got there just a touch early. Just a little bit early. So that'll give the Cardinals the automatic first down. Or as Keith Jackson would have said, whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. That's right. That's another good one. So that'll bring it to the 32 as they put it down right in the middle of the field. Four wide receivers in the formation. Warrensburg's going to blitz a couple up the middle. Here they come. But a good job. Lafarge gets rid of it. They get the screen out to Roskop, and he's going to carry for nice yardage. Gets up over the 40 all the way to about the 43, and that'll be a first down. So that was a great job. Getting the ball out, the blitz was coming. They had two guys right in Lafarge's face, but he dumps it out to Roscott. Big play. What a great call by Coach over on the far side uh, with that calling up that uh, that play just as he knew that blitz was going to be coming. The old screen, it is uh, very effective against the blitz, and they uh, dialed it up at the right time for sure. So first down and 10, Cardinals on the move. From their own 45, they're going to put Mertz in motion from left to right across the formation with four wide out of the shotgun. Pass is dumped off over the middle. It's caught by Sales. Churns his way up over midfield, gets into Warrensburg territory, and takes it to the uh, Tiger 40, about the 47-yard line. So he'll be about a yard shy. Good job, though, by Peyton with the run after the catch. And did you see him? He changed the ball yep. from his left hand to his right hand. Very smart play. Uh, by Peyton Sales. Not only that, but it was a, an opportunity. Uh, if you watch the catch, it was like he just barely hung onto that, held it, put it yep. in, tucked it away. They're going to put him down actually a couple yards short. So second down, two for the Cardinals. They run the jet sweep around the left side to Mertz as he was put in motion on that play and is able to cut it up the field. Will be a first down as he clears the 45 all the way to about the Warrensburg 40. So a nice run of about six. And I like that play call, too, in that situation. You get him going uh, to the edge quick, and then he, a very good cut by Mertz to get upfield. Yeah, and uh, Kenneth Lafarge looked like a great opportunity to show off his acting skills because it looked like he still had that ball as he was going up uh, through that line. Coming up on three minutes left here in the first half. On senior night here at Clinton High School, me and Doug, I think we'll have some time to, to mention the seniors. Very special night uh, an emotional night as well, and we thank all their families as they do the halfback pass here. They pitch it to Roskop. He's going to air it out down the field, and it's incomplete. He was looking for Neal, but very good coverage out there by Chrysler. I think he may have partially tipped that, uh, but he was right there step for step. And Neal, I think, just try, was playing defender as much yeah. as anything. He right. wanted to keep that away from the Warrensburg defender. As he should have. It was a smart play by Emery to turn into the defender there and, and – mess with that to prevent a possible pick brings up third down and two for the cardinals this has been a good drive but trying to keep it alive facing a big third down from the warrensburg 41 they've got three wide receivers to the right two to the left from the shotgun empty backfield lafarge's pass is incomplete in and out of the hands of barry and i think that was incomplete it was good job though by colin to go ahead and stay after it just in case, and falls on the football, but it was clearly an incomplete pass. Yeah, he went, uh, and the defender went to go put a hug on him. And yeah, he did. <laughs> he sure did. So that'll bring up a fourth down, and now, boy, this is a tough call here for Coach Carlson. Your gut says go for it. You are on, you know, some favorable field position. You're on the Warrensburg half, or is it just third down? Yeah, they got third down on the far side. That's oh, okay. what I was looking at, too. So third and ten, I should say. Yep. So. Third and ten from the 41-yard From... 
From the 41. Well, from the 41, yeah, they moved it up a yard. So it will be trips to the right, one to the left side. Oh, oh, I thought Barry was going to move early there, but he didn't cross the line of scrimmage. It's Lafarge back to pass, going deep over the middle, and it's incomplete for Neal. Intended for Neal. I don't know if the defender kind of hit him off the line or just exactly what. Uh, yeah. Held him up just touch. I wasn't sure either on that, but, yeah, you're right. I think that was uh, maybe close to being holding, but yeah. – uh, the pass was uh, high in the middle, and now we'll see what they want to do. This is a fourth and ten at the 41 of Warrensburg, so you, you've got favorable field position. You know, I don't know. It's a tough, kind of a tough spot. Your gut says, well, maybe go for it here uh, down 35-7, but uh, I don't know. It's risky because you definitely, there's plenty of time. If you give the ball up back to Warrensburg right here, they've got plenty of time to, to go down and get another one. They've got all their timeouts, but they are going to show like they're going to go for it. Fourth down from the shotgun. They put Mertz in motion from left to right and a timeout. Yeah. So good, good, good job there by Coach Carlson. And Try now, you know, talk it over and we'll see. They may come back out and punt. Yeah, I believe they will. I think they were trying to see if they could draw Warrensburg offsides, get him to jump a little bit. Um, Warrensburg was having nothing of it. They had that problem earlier. Weren't going to do it again yeah. type of thing. And, right, uh, right. So fourth down. Yep. And uh, I believe they're going to come out and kick. And this is a, one of those spots, Doug, you want to pin them, you know, when you're kicking on uh, the other team's half of the field. And, yep. and we've seen, you know, Candon has punted the ball well, you know, and he, he's got the ability to try to hit this inside the 10 and give Warrensburg a, at least a long field because working with a long field inside the 10 with 244 left is a lot different than giving them the ball uh, at the 41. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, if you can, if you can pin them inside that five-yard line, that would be perfect. But you got to get the defense to uh, – man up at that point and put a stop on them so we'll say all that and then they'll come out and go for it so <laughs> that's usually how it works well you know while we have the opportunity don't forget our some of our great sponsors integrity floors glad to have them along hawthorne bank greg smith ford compass health network and uh, remax truman lake trophy maytag home appliance center of course you are listening to clinton cardinal high school football action on 95.3 kdkd clinton missouri a Radford media group Station Looks like they will show, like they still want to go for it, and they will. So fourth and ten from the Warrensburg 41. They roll the pocket left. Uh Uh-oh, Lafarge in trouble. Dances away from one defender. Got a guy right in his face and just barely gets rid of that. Was almost sacked on the Clinton half of midfield. So he was lucky just to get that ball away. But, boy, that's tough. And Warrensburg's going to get it right back here from the 41. So, uh, you know, he was gambling a little bit there. You know, I, I understand it. You are down. You, you had a decent drive. You wanted to keep the, your offense on the field. But now Warrensburg, with that quick strike running game, is back out there. Well, and great coverage. you gotta, you got to show yeah. uh, a lot of chutzpah to the uh, Warrensburg secondary. Great coverage. Lafarge had nowhere to go with that pass. Tigers take over first down 10 at their own 41 at 235 left here in the first half. As they've led the whole game, they lead it right now 35-0 as Westfall back to pass. little screen over the middle finds Hong as he gets up over midfield, rumbles his way down to the Clinton 45. So that'll be a first down gain of about 22 to move the sticks for the Tigers. That young man is 5'10", but 215 pounds. Bowling ball. He is a load coming at you. You know who he reminds me of? Uh, our guy last year from Windsor that you called the bowling oh, yeah, ball. Parker yeah, Craig. Yeah. Yep. Parker Craig. Yeah, he, he reminds me a lot of him. Probably a little bigger than Parker, but definitely very compact runner. Very tough to bring down. 
So first down and 10 for the Tigers at the Clinton 45. Two minutes to go here before halftime. They spread it out four wide from the shotgun. Westfall unloads the deep ball over the middle, and it is caught at the 10-5 touchdown by number five. That is Joby Jones with the touchdown over the middle of the field. And, wow, what a pass from Westfall as he lays that right into the breadbasket. And there's the problem, giving it up at the 41, and they make Clinton pay. Yeah, but the uh, most amazing part of that is he had a defender and one of his linemen right in his face when he unloaded that pass. He did. Yep, that was an excellent job by Westfall, standing in there with the pressure right in his face. And, man, what a throw right here before the half to make it 41-7. Tigers, a minute 54 left. Henry, oh, it's a bad hold as he can't get the hold down as it's fumbled by Westfall. Now he's going to dance around, look to throw. He is their quarterback, so this is nothing new for him, but he overshoots the receiver in the end zone. He was looking for Hong, but there is a penalty marker down. Oh, it's going against uh, Warrensburg eligible receiver downfield. Yeah, Yeah, boy, that was uh, just a fumbled snap. Snap looked pretty good, but Westfall just didn't get the hold down and fumbled it, had to try to improvise. And so the penalty will be on Warrensburg, as Doug said, ineligible downfield. It will be declined, and that will keep it at 41-7 in favor of Warrensburg with 154 left here before the half. Well, man, I tell you what, uh, I don't know what you say on that. Uh, it was a bad snap. Uh, I, it didn't look, I'm like you, it didn't look that bad coming back. Well, it was a good snap. It was a bad hold yeah. is what it looked like. The hold was uh, just one of those where he took his eyes off of it too soon, probably. Uh, but Henry's thinking, man, you messed, you messed up my perfect field goal mark yeah. or uh, extra point mark I should say because he had been perfect and uh, so I'd say I'd say Henry's going to blame that one on Westfall like hey man that's on you buddy well you know and the thing is hey you can't blame Henry because he never even got a chance to right kick at the exactly ball, so. exactly but he'll get a chance to kick here as they come back onto the field he <laughs> he'll is make up for yeah it. exactly he's been a busy man uh, kicking off tonight too uh, certainly on the extra points as we said as well you know we talked about uh, Warrensburg not the Warrensburg of old, but uh, they are definitely uh, taking a chance on uh, roughing up with the Cardinals. And this is a big rivalry between Warrensburg and Clinton. So That was the first passing touchdown of the night, by the way, for Warrensburg. Up until that point, everything else had been on the ground. And that was Purdy. Yes. That was right where it had yes, to be. Yes, that was a very nice, very nice throw in that situation. So Henry, to kick from the 40, approaches and nails it. And that's going to drive Mertz back to the goal line. He will bring it out. So he's at the 10 to the 15, reverses back to the right, and is going to be dropped shy of the 20. So that's another advantage of having a great kicker, Doug, is you get those guys down the field on the kick coverage faster, and it it makes it so hard to return that. Absolutely. You know, but you wonder if he'd been better off to let that just go in the end zone. They have a couple times, but uh, he was getting a little anxious there. On that one, right at the goal. You know, goal line, it's in between. You know, you you can, but, it, again, you have to realize if you take it at the one, those guys coming down the field for Warrensburg already have the advantage. So you're, it's still going to be tough to get to the 20-yard line, and that's been the case the last couple times he's brought it from the one. So Clinton will take over with 148 left to go here in the first half, trailing 41 nothing. But they do have, I think, a couple timeouts left, so we'll see if they want to stay aggressive here on offense. They'll hand off on first down to Marcus Oliver as he is stopped for a short gain on the play, maybe a yard 
on the carry for Marcus. Haven't seen Marcus a lot tonight running the ball out of the backfield. They've primarily used Cameron Mertz. Of course, Mertz has the uh, lone Clinton touchdown tonight. Actually, that was on a deep pass, though. So they have switched them out a little bit. They've moved uh, Oliver to the slot, and then they've moved Mertz to the slot as well. And, and when Mertz is in the slot, Oliver is usually lined up in the backfield. So he's lined up in the backfield here on second down and seven for the Cardinals from their own 20. Low snap from the shotgun. Lafarge under duress immediately, and he is drilled all the way back at the five-yard line. So that'll be another sack for the Tigers, their seventh of the night, as Ty Carmen makes the big hit along with Ryan Munsterman. Yeah, Ryan Munsterman just came in unabated from the uh, far side and from the left side or from the left side of that line and just had Camden's number right there. Sure did, and that makes it a second down and seven. So a timeout was called here. Did Warrensburg take that, Doug? Or was yeah, that... I'm pretty sure Warrensburg. Okay, so Warrensburg, they uh, they want to conserve time here. They, they feel like they could get the ball back again. A 57.5 left here in the first half, and uh, Clinton going to be facing a third down and seven. And I see Coach Jackson over there, so he's going to be joining us at halftime. Frankie Jackson, of course, the head basketball coach for the Clinton boys, so it'll be a great opportunity Doug, you'll be visiting with him here at basketball right around the corner, so it's not too far away. Yeah, he he looks, you know, he looks basketball. He's he's got tall and you know. Yeah, he's a good player. I saw Frankie play. He's a good player. <laughs> I've seen him play pickup basketball too. The guy can still play. So so can you outscore him? Uh, can I outscore yeah, him? Can you well, outscore no. Him? Oh, okay, just well, check. of course not. I just told you he <laughs> he's a heck of a player. Even uh, now, he he can one of them guys when he scrimmages. When he scrimmages in practice with his guys, uh, he lets them know, hey, I, I can still play. Well, so it's probably a good thing to do. They they probably like to challenge a coach from time to time. So third down and 17 here for the Cardinals out of this timeout. And I think you're right. Warrensburg did take that, I believe. But uh, with 101 on the clock, this is going to be a tricky situation for the uh, Cardinals. It's been really tough sledding when they've been in – this kind of field position, we saw that last week for uh, Harrisonville with them defensively where they really could load up the box in these situations. When you're pinned up against that end zone, it's very tough to operate offensively as they hand off. Yeah, First Warren, man through, nothing doing for Oliver. Warrensburg definitely not going to let them out of that box either. Tiger's going to take another one here. So they are definitely uh, living by the slogan, you can't take them with you. They're going to. <laughs> Try to force a punt and get the ball back another time. Well, I think they're going to have a punt because this is fourth down. Yeah, you're going to have to have to punt right here. Really no choice. You know, they went for that one, as we saw, Doug, on that last drive, that fourth and ten from the 41, and and that was uh, one of those plays. In that situation, Warrensburg was able to get that stop and get it down the field just about, what was it, four plays later, and they had a touchdown off of that stop on that uh, huge throw by Westfall. And, you know, this is where they're going to have, if you punt this ball, you're going to be able to put this return guy on, you know, the Clinton half of the 50. So you're going to have a, a good chance to get a big return off of this potentially. So look out because that is uh, Kreisel, and we've seen him tonight run all over the place out of the backfield. He has three rushing touchdowns tonight for the Tigers already and he's going to actually stand all the way at the 35 so he is expecting a uh, he's just daring Lafarge to kick it over his head is what he's doing well at the other point too it looks like uh, they may send a few 
in. Yeah, they're going to rush, and Lafarge on fourth and 17, a short punt as to avoid the rush, and it's going to be fielded right at the 30 by Kreisel. He almost got away from it, and then is brought down just short of the uh, 30, actually about the 26. So it will give him a very short field yeah, to I work think, with. I think Cannon heard uh, footsteps coming towards him, and that was probably a oh, little yeah. intimidating. Yeah, they uh, rushed uh, at least three there on that punt. And now the Tigers, they definitely, you know, 47.5 is not a lot of time, but with uh, such a short field, it's uh, definitely a, an opportunity for them to get another one up on the board. They're probably going to go to the air. So four wide receivers. They've only thrown four passes the whole half. One was a touchdown. Westfall from the shotgun has the snap. Straight drop. Stands in the pocket and delivers a strike right over the middle. It is caught. Nice grab there by Quinn Collin. And that's a first down. What tremendous uh, protection by the Warrensburg line. First down at the Clinton 13-yard line. They hurry up to the line, and they'll spike it, and that'll stop the clock with 33.4. So, yeah, that was a, a good play to draw that up right there, to put it in the middle of the field. But you're right, that was a perfect pocket for Westfall, and that was the key on that. And then alertly they spike it there, so that's going to give them some time. 33.4 as they get to the line. It'll be second down and 10. They need the Clinton 5 to get to the goal to go. Four wide receivers set from the shotgun. Westfall back to pass. Drifts left. Throws oh. behind the receiver, and it's broken up by Mertz. He almost had the pick. Man, I'm going to tell you what. Mertz is upset at himself because it was right in his hands, and he knew he and he had a lot of daylight if he could have taken off. No doubt about it. He was within inches of getting that pick. And that time Westfall made a little mistake because that ball was behind the receiver, and that gave Mertz a, a shot at that. So it was very, very close to being a big, big play for the Cardinal defense. But now a third and ten for the Tigers. Ball setting at the Clinton 13. 29 seconds to go before halftime. And now we're going to have a whistle and a timeout. So this, I think, will be Warrensburg's final timeout, final timeout. of the half. Yeah. yeah. Now the one thing about it, You've got a great kicker. We've talked about right on long earlier. So if you don't get this on third down, you do have some opportunities for fourth to either try it if yep. it's close or take the three points and go. Yeah, that's true. Henry uh, definitely can uh, kick a field goal. This will probably be a chip shot for him at this point in the field. Yeah, I watched him in warm-ups, and he was doing 40 we've and 45-yard yeah, kicks. Yeah, of course, we've seen it on the field on these kickoffs too tonight as well. Well, thank you very much to uh, Clayton back in studio doing a fine job keeping us going and uh, keeping us sounding good. I don't know how good, but keeping us sounding good. And uh, Spencer, of course, the last home game uh, here at Clinton. Uh, one more, and that will be at center next week in the district start. It looks at right now, well, of course, we'll talk about it at halftime. Yeah, if we so. have a little time, we'll, we'll mention that as well. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, who comes out of that district in uh, Class 3, I believe it's District 6, that yep. Clinton is in this year. So here we go, third down and 10 out of the timeout. Warrensburg's out of timeouts, 28 seconds to go here before the half. They're going to line up out of the shotgun from the Clinton 13, and they just hand it off. So a conservative call as they give it to Hong, the fullback. And now, oh, this is going to be fun. They run the field goal team out there. <laughs> Can they get it off? It's 18, 17, 16. This will be fun as Henry puts the tee down. It's going to be about a, about a 20, little over 20 yards. They're Ten down seconds. to nine, down to eight. Oh, now he's going to catch his breath, down to five. 
Here it goes. Snap is down. Kick is up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plenty of leg. Plenty of leg with .5 to spare. (laughs) Wow. So you talk about made it interesting, but they – they used the clock perfectly there, and as you said, Doug, they had the field goal kicker to do it, and he comes right in there and knocks it in. 44-7, to yeah. seven, but do you know it's .5 seconds left to go. That means there's a chance Cameron <laughs> Mertz could return this. There you go. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, that was pretty impressive. The field goal guys, they were ready to go. You know, they were paying attention. They got them on the field, and that was uh, that's going to make their coach very happy. That's something you work on in practice. Probably not too often this time of year. You, you do that a lot in, in preseason camp, but that paid off right there. And uh, got the tee set, too. That's always tricky. You oh, know, yeah. you're having to fumble that tee, and you got to get it down. But, you know, that time Westfall did that and got it set. So Dave Tope could not have done any better. <laughs> so from the 40, they'll be kicking off, and uh, we shall see what will happen. They may just – I don't know – See if they kick this on the ground, maybe, to just kind of roll out the clock. And But either way, he can kick it deep and still give the coverage team uh, fits and make uh, Mertz take this from the one, and the clock will expire pretty well, quickly. sails back there, too. Yep. So And Peyton's got a lot of speed. If he can find a gap and find a hole, he can return one, take it all the way back, too. Talk about swinging momentum if that could happen. As Henry is going to kick this ball off here in just a few seconds from the 40. It's been a little shy of the end zone the last couple. Going to be just short of it here. Oh, and, they're, oh, and they let it go at the 5. It bounces to the 1, and now Mertz is going to go back and get it right at the 1, and is going to get drilled just shy of the 5. Wow. So they misjudged that a little bit. They ran forward just wanting to get rid of it, and then once it stayed out of the end zone, they wanted to go back and get it, but uh, probably should have just let it go either way because the clock would have run out. So we are at halftime here at Clinton and Cardinal Stadium tonight of senior night. It's Warrensburg with a big lead at the break, 44-7. to So we're going to take our first halftime break, and then Doug will be back with Frankie Jackson, the head coach of the Clinton Cardinals boys basketball team. It'll come up right after this on KDKD. Clinton Cardinals football on KDKD. Back after this. You want the best price from the best dealership? At Max Motors, we make it easy. Purchase or order your next new vehicle at invoice pricing. We honor all A, X, Z, and D plans, supplier pricing, and industry offers. At Max Motors, we guarantee to beat any dealer's online price by $500. Check out the Max Motors guarantee. Contact us for a hassle-free quote. Max Motors is the easiest place to buy a car with the highest trade-in values in the Midwest. MaxMotors.com. See dealer for details. If you're looking for great opportunities to volunteer and serve, consider ProMedica Heartland Hospice. Volunteering is a great way to be involved and provide help to others in need. Call for details, 660-679-4300. With ProMedica Heartland Hospice, opportunities abound, including helping with office support tasks, staying with patients so family can run errands or get rest, and keeping vigilance with patients as needed, as well as other opportunities. Volunteering looks great on college applications and resumes and keeps you involved in your communities. Call the office in Butler today for more information, 660-679-4300. Looking to sell your home? 
The name to trust is Remax Truman Lake. With over 30 years in the Truman Lake area, Remax Truman Lake has the experts. They can offer your home to a wide variety of qualified buyers here and across the country. Their pros can help you present your home in a way that will bring the quickest sale for top dollar. With the market in its present state of confusion, you'll want the most knowledgeable pros by your side. When you're ready to list your home, remember the pros at Remax Truman Lake. Check them out online or at their office one mile east of Clinton on Highway 7. Go and get a rate quote to ensure your passport. Boss, is that our jingle for AgentNewman.com? No, AgentNewman.com doesn't need a jingle. Just say, visit AgentNewman.com for an insurance quote. Now back to work. If you're sure. It's so great to tell your mom. I heard that. Back to the Clinton Cardinals game now on 95.3 KDKD. Welcome back to halftime here at Clinton High School. Doug Neff, 44-7 in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. And uh, we are here with uh, Frankie Jackson. Frankie is the head boys basketball coach, year number two for the Clinton Cardinals. And, man, um, you got a lot to look uh, look up to. You had a pretty good season last year. Yeah, uh, ended up ended up pretty good. Um, it was a struggle at first in the first year trying to get a lot of the system um, terminology into play. That when we finally got it going at a time where it really mattered the most, as far as in district time, we got hot at the right time and was able to go on a run to make it to the district championship. Um, so it kind of turned around the season of what once seemed like a, a whole bunch of losses throughout the year of being able to achieve a little bit of success. And we were glad we were able to do that for the community and, and the school district. And, you know, we talk about coaches coming back home. Yeah, that's, that's you. Tell us a little bit about your background. I will uh, always aspire to almost want to get out of town. I never really kind of see myself kind of getting back. Uh, but through my time in Harrisonville under uh, – Coach Mercer and Hogan under Coach Heitman came back with Coach Mercer in Harrisonville. Finally got my first opportunity at the head coaching position in uh, Butler, Missouri. Um, Coach Kirk Hanna had hired me on for there. So uh, three years in Butler, and then uh, the call came to, you know, if there would be any opportunity to come back here. So well, now, I'm glad you, to be back. If you were at Butler, did you know Cody Car- Caldwell when he was there? No, I didn't know uh, Coach Carlson. Um, or Carlson, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. He was actually at, I forgot where it was, Great Bend. But the connection is the coach that was there had yeah. coached him. So, no, I, this is the first year I was able to meet Coach Carlson. And I'm glad that he's joined us. Well, he seems to be uh, having a whole different program. Now, football, and football, everybody looking up and doing good. Does that affect the basketball program? Um, no, not exactly. Um, it's a football, so it's going to be a whole different animal than basketball, of course. Um, basketball, I mean, football's had its woes like throughout the year. Um, basketball, I know, has kind of been a little wavy up and down, but I've always looked at this community as a basketball community. I know that can rub some people wrong in, uh, in, in the wrong way. But the basketball is almost like a fraternity with all the different years and teams that it came up through here. From the time, I mean, they'll still play pickup ball throughout the community here. So um, with basketball being a fraternity, I feel like it's a big deal and people have these expectations on uh, what they want uh, Clinton basketball to look like. Well, you know, we're here at senior night, of course, at Clinton High School. And uh, 
that's one thing that you can't uh, you can't do a whole lot about. Kids are going to graduate. Yeah. So what are you losing from last year's team? We're losing five seniors, um, five great leaders. Um, we're losing um, two all-district players in Laramie Mantonia and um, – I called him Bunny. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I can't remember it. But Tyler Gardner, my goodness. Tyler, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I just had a brain fart. But uh, we're, And then uh, Keaton Townsend, Adam, uh, Noah Adams, and Paul Shields. We're, we're losing them. They were great to coach, um, were really coachable, and had bought into uh, what it is that we wanted to do in my first year here. So I'm definitely grateful with them. But with what it is that we lost, what we have returning, um, senior Emory Neal's out here at football. He should be returning. Um, we gave us some a- some great athleticism. On the soccer side, you have Xavier Ray. Um, these are two good leaders that I believe who has had previous fall experience that is going to be able to bring some competitive edge to us this year. Um, and that's one thing I do want to improve on this year that we kind of struggled with last year is the being more competitive, more consistently. Well, and you, know, you had the uh, good run. You talk about the end of the year, everybody kind of melting together, everybody coming together. Um, you had a pretty good end to your season last year. District's yeah. definitely good. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's going to be one of our goals this year. There's, it's really uh, inspiring to see a whole sea of red. Of course, the girls was there at the district championship and we happen to be able to slide in but just to see the community show up so big in Harrisonville gave I think us a certain lust for life in order to want to be able to have that um, every year now so that's the hope well and uh, the other thing we always talk about too the Missouri River Valley Conference tough conference I know in football but athletics in general uh, what about in basketball Basketball, last year we were in the bottom of the pack. Uh, we were the A seed in the Warsaw Tournament. We were the A seed in the MRVC Tournament. We were the last seed in the Clinton Tournament, and we were the last seed in districts. In each one of these tournaments, we at least won one game because I had always told the kids, I always told my guys, we are not the worst team in this tournament. So the same was the same for the MRVC West Tournament. I know we were ranked eighth, but I told them we are not the worst team here. We were not. Um, Throughout the season, we was able to sneak a couple teams in our conference. This year is going to be a whole different animal. I would like to to believe that we're just going to be just different. Um, So put us somewhat in the middle, and if we overachieve, we could be the top three in the conference easily. Absolutely, and looking forward to it. Um, great fall sport with uh, basketball, the kids. The, the community's talking about, you know, are going to be talking with uh, with it about basketball, and you guys are going to be, what they're going to be looking for. Um, they're going to be up there, hopefully on top of the MRVC uh, with a lot of wins. Anything um, you want to tell the community about your basketball program for this year? I'm going to, hopefully this year, I'm going to want to get our guys out more in the community. Uh, last year, I felt I was out in the community a lot trying to raise money for our program on a lot of gimme. We, we need, in a sense, now I want to be able to get our guys to where we can get out in the community and give back. I, I believe the donations and the, and the funding and 
for us to get all the stuff that we need to be able to be presentable for our community will come. But first, my guys need to learn how to become better servers through in their community. Um, and that means a lot to me. Um, I've learned a lot through that throughout my years, being able to come back. And um, that's if I'm able to walk away teaching them anything, even if we can't teach them how to shoot or dribble, we want to at least be able to teach them how to be decent human beings to be able to get back within their own community. So that's one of our goals as a coaching staff to be able to bring into this year and hopefully that our community will be able to see. You know, that's got to be one of the most rewarding part of being a coach in the high school. Uh, you're not only winning and losing, but you're building young men and young women uh, to go on in the community and serve on from uh, from the programs. Exactly. Uh, basketball is only for a season. There's only a small percentage that gets the opportunity to do it in college, uh, even smaller to be able to do it professionally. So if, if the odds aren't in our favor, what else can we do? in this world to be productive members of society. So that's a lot of stuff that we're going to want to try to mentor these young men to be able to be conscious thinkers about. Uh, absolutely. And, of course, uh, we were talking just a minute ago. Uh, when do you get started? October 31st, 18 days. So I mean, Not that I was counting down or anything. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit of the itch. I hear so often individuals ask, uh, are you ready for basketball season? No, not exactly. Let fall have their season. Yep. Trust me, when October 31st comes along, comes along, I will be obsessed. There will be no rest until March. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily looking forward to that stress and the grind. Well, I am, but I, I can uh, enjoy that time whenever that time comes. Well, we're definitely looking forward to maybe looking at you guys in state and uh, on further so uh, district's gonna look good and but i'd like to see a little bit further hey i i agree um it's been a while 2008 since we were able to hang up any type of banners um conference or district um i believe in the last since 2008 my math isn't good we've been only been able to make it to the district championship twice so yes we definitely need to be able to get over this hump hopefully in the next couple of years well, Coach, we appreciate the time and, and filling in for Alex. And, and I, But we enjoy, I enjoyed talking to you guys. Thank you guys you, do a tremendous job. And I don't think the coaches, um, not only as coaches but as teachers, um, get enough credit. You guys do a tremendous job building these young men and young women. Thank you very much. Appreciate your support, Doug. Thank you. Thank you. And Frankie Jackson, the head basketball, uh, basketball coach right here at Clinton. Uh, He's ready for fall to get kicking off here shortly. We are at halftime. 44-7 to 7 is your score. And uh, we'll be back and uh, kind of look at first half right after this. Not over yet. You're listening to Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Fall is coming and we'll soon be moving our lives back inside. Get ready for the move with new flooring from Jack's Warehouse Carpets. Summer's been hard on your floors. Kids running in and out along with the pets and their dirty paws. Freshen up with new luxury vinyl plank flooring that can withstand all your family has to throw at it. No matter what flooring you choose, choose from the best selection you'll find anywhere around at Jack's Warehouse Carpets, seven minutes north of Clinton on Highway 13. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we are for road trips. We're for covering as much ground as possible on two, four, or 18 wheels. We're for drop tops, T-tops, classics, cruisers, pickup trucks, and dump trucks. 
were for displaying Missouri plates like medals of pride. Have you ever hit a deer? Yep, we're for you too. We're for getting stuck behind a tractor on a two-lane highway. And if you're a Missouri driver, we have an auto policy for you. I'm Aaron Collins, your Missouri Farm Bureau insurance agent. And if you're in Henry County, I've got you covered. wedding bells in your future? Then stop by Integrity Floors and register today. They offer a wedding registry for all area brides and grooms. Stop by and give them the date of your big day and select the items in their store that you think would add a special touch to your new home. They offer lots of great decor items, something sure to appeal to the bride and groom. Gift wrapping available. So stop by Integrity Floors, 1806 East Ohio Street, next to Westlakes in Clinton. Integrity, our name says it all. Come see us. With everything going on today, it's easy to forget to take care of ourselves. Compass Health Network is here to help. We provide a wide range of mental health, primary care, and dental services for the entire family. Whether you need to talk to a therapist, get a routine health checkup, or have a filling replaced, Compass Health Network is here for you in person or virtually. Call 844-853-8937 to schedule an appointment or visit compasshealthnetwork.org for more information. Hey Cardinal fans, have you gotten your Clinton Cardinals Visa debit card from Oakstar Bank? Show your Cardinal pride, and that's not all. When you use your Cardinal card, Oakstar will also make a donation to Clinton Public Schools. For more information, stop by our Clinton location at the corner of Highway 13 and 7. Oakstar Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Go Cardinals! Back to the stadium and more Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. And welcome back. Halftime 44 to 7 is your score in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. It is senior night here tonight. And just a few seniors we'd like to recognize Bonnie Bullock, Brett Gray, uh, Philip Harrison, Andrew Himes, Hayden McGuire, Emery Neal. That's going to be a big one to lose. And Gabriel Simmons, another one on the defensive side, Sam Taylor. Um, that's the seniors for uh, the Clinton Cardinals. Great junior class he's looking forward to for next year. But, man, uh, a couple of them on there we talk about all the time. Emery Neal, Gabriel Simmons, and uh, Andrew Hines, the kicker. Absolutely. Yeah, though, you know, you hate to lose any seniors, certainly. You think about the time that they've put in, and we just want to thank those young men and their families as well because it's a commitment to play uh, high school sports at anything, and the parents, the time they put in, you know, you think back to those days, you yep. take them to practice, you get up early. Uh, so it, it's draining, you know, and that's why senior nights are so emotional uh, for the kid, can be for the kids and for the parents and for the coaches uh, for that matter. But you're right, Doug. I mean, those are some, you know, all those kids are big contributors, but, you know, we don't, I think, talk about the guys on the line enough. And as you rightly pointed out, Simmons and McGuire are those guys on that D line and O line. They've got to play both ways most of the time, and they've done a great job. So shout out to all those kids, uh, their families. I know Coach Carlson. Uh, and that's bittersweet for him because as yep. a first-year head coach, you only get one year with those kids. So, and then they move on. And, and but that's you know that's life and that's high school sports and uh, it's tough. So I know he, he wishes them and, and their families the best, and, and we do too because we've enjoyed watching them play. 
Yeah, and we uh, just talked to uh, Coach Jackson. He had the same thing as uh, five seniors that they lost from last year's team. And, and uh, man, I mean, and you don't know them anymore by their real name. It's whatever you've called them throughout that time. Right. So. Well, and, and in fact, Doug, as we know, basketball is tougher because yeah. you've got five kids on the floor, so you lose five guys. You know, that makes an, you know, can make an even bigger impact than it does on the football field sometimes. Absolutely. But, you know, and that's it's just tough. It's just part of high school sports. Uh, the coaches, you get attached to these kids, but they move on. They, they get older. They go off to college. So it's something that is just kind of part of the game uh, in college and high school. But uh, these kids, I just want to point that out. You can't overstate that enough, the time and effort that they put in because uh, they do do a lot of work that we don't see, you know, off the field, in the community, uh, getting up early, uh, going to practice. A lot of these kids that play a certain sport, they're out supporting the kids that yep. play the other sports, you know, and vice versa. And it's so good at that, you know, here at Clinton with the kids and the student sections, and they're out at all the games and, and watching and supporting all the other teams and all the other players. So, it's fun to watch, and, and that's something that's uh, really neat uh, about high school sports because it truly is for the love of the game. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, of course, uh, sitting here talking about um, the scoring and so forth, uh, kind of wrap us up what's gone on in the first half. Yeah, just a real brief overview. Uh, of course, a lot of touchdowns in the first half for the Tigers. All but one was on the ground, so they had uh, four rushing uh, and then one through the air. Chrysler had three of those on the ground, a 40, a 30, and a 60. And then Xavier Morris also had a 60. Uh, I think I'm missing one because Hong also had a four-yard run as well. So five rushing touchdowns. And then the beautiful ball we saw from Westfall through the air of about 40 yards uh, hit the receiver, Carmen, going down the middle of the field. And that came late. You know, that was set up after Clinton tried to go for it on that fourth and 10 from the Warrensburg 41. And then we saw the field goal. Yeah. Uh, and that was interesting. Uh, Warrensburg actually kicked about a 30-yard field goal with about .5 left. They ran the field goal guys out there to beat the clock. And, well, Henry, you got to tip the cap to the young man because he nailed that kick uh, with pressure. You know, that clock was running down, running down. He had to go out there, catch his breath, and lined it up and, and got it to go. So Warrensburg, to their credit, you know, managed that clock very, very well. And, you know, really a, a – perfect first half for them you know they really didn't make many mistakes we really didn't see a lot of penalties both sides there were a couple holds we did see that did wipe some big runs back for warrensburg cardinals actually weren't very penalized at all in that first half so they played a disciplined half the one touchdown for the cardinals was that 40-yard bomb lafarge hit cameron mertz so seven on the board for clinton in that first half they did move the ball a little bit they they had a couple drives that were stopped that they were pushing into Warrensburg territory. But, you know, there were some sacks. Uh, they have had an issue again with that tonight. I had Warrensburg down for six sacks in the first half. So going to have to find a way, you know, just going to have to find a way to protect Candon back there because in order to get back into this game, you obviously got to throw the football quite a bit in the second half. Well, and, I, you know, the coach has got to scheme up. Uh, for lack of a better word, he's out there kicking now for Warren. Yeah, look at him. But, from uh, the fifth. Oh, I thought he was going to kick from the fifty. Yeah, but, he is. Okay, yeah, he's he's a stud, man. I mean, he, he kid's a good good kicker. I thought I had seen the best kicker in this league. The kid from Oak Grove was really good as well. But but this kid, I think he's got more range than uh, the kid from Oak Grove did. He's having fun, and uh, but you know the the coach he's either got to scheme up and short uh, things to beat that coverage or. Um, you got to get more protection. I think it's yep. easier to, to scheme up. Um, you know, we talk about districts, and we talked with Coach Jackson about districts last year. Great district play 
But uh, this is a weird district we're in. It is. Uh, because first and second is going to get a bye, both of which are five and two, Reed Springs and Buffalo. And then second and third will have home games. Both of them are four and three. And you talk about balanced. So the last teams in the districts uh, are both one and six. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I mean, and I don't know that any of that's going to change. So if yeah. it all comes back the way it is now, Reed Springs and Buffalo will have a bye. It means Cassville will host Aurora um, on district first night. Osage will host the Clinton Cardinals in Osage Beach. And so, uh, and Osage a little deceptive. You and I were talking earlier. They've been playing some uh, class four and five teams and uh, out of the Jeff City area. That's right. They play in that Tri-County Conference. So that's, you know, Versailles, Eldon, Blair Oaks, Southern Boone. I think Booneville may be in that league now as well. Uh, of course, if folks that follow football in the state know the name Blair Oaks, you know, you've heard that name. Uh, I was talking to uh, a guy here from Warrensburg before the game, and he said Blair Oaks is good again uh, this year. They're back to the old Blair Oaks Falcons up there in Jeff City. So, yeah, Osage, is, that's a, an average team playing in a good league. Yep. But you're right, you know, that record is deceiving. And really that district, it's a 500 basically or below district. So, you know, you never know. I mean, Cardinals are going to be a low seed, probably going to have to go on the road. But, hey, you know. You look at the record and you say it's not insurmountable. You know, if you go down and play well wherever you go, Cassville, Osage, as you said, the two most likely teams, if you play well, you know, it's going to be tough because it's going to be on the road. But against a team that's an, an average team, that's why you play the game. You might come out with a win. Well, the other part of that is, too, look at the conference that you're playing in, in the Missouri River Valley Conference. got to be one of the toughest conferences in the state of Missouri, uh, bar none. And – You've got tough competition. Now you sit there, maybe it's a little easier than what you've been used to playing. That's right. And you made a great point about this being a tough league. And to back that up even further, one of the best games in the state tonight, I mean, yep. that Pleasant Hill center game, that is going to be a ball game. I mean, both those teams are 7-0. and uh, That game is at, did we say that's at Pleasant Hill? Uh-huh. Uh, so the Roosters are hosting that. But I'll tell you what, my money is on center. They are stacked. They've got athletes all over the field. And you look at center's numbers, they've put up over 40 points in every one of their games. So, But I'll be very, very curious to see that score, Doug. That's going to be a whale of a ball game. I, you know, I think center will win. I, I would be shocked if it's a blowout. And, of course, we'll see center next week in the final regular season game. But they are, I think center's clearly the best team in the league. And if they win tonight, obviously that means they win the MRVC Conference. Absolutely. And before we get to the kickoff, we're going to take a break. You're listening to High School Football Action on KDKD. We'll be back with more Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Okay, boss, I get it. You didn't like the secret agent, agentnewman.com ad. Fine. How about this? We get you a jumpsuit. We'll spell out agentnewman.com in rhinestones with some fringe on the sleeves, you know? And then we'll need a dirt bike and a ramp. And do you know where I can rent a bear? No, no, just stop. Just just tell people to go to agentnewman.com for a quote on their insurance from licensed, knowledgeable staff right here in Clinton who are not crazy enough to think I'm ramping a dirt bike over a bear. But the jumpsuit might be okay, though. Yes! I just wish we would have made the decision sooner. You guys did so much to help out with everything. At ProMedica Heartland Hospice, we hear those comments often from loved ones who reflect during and after loss and realize the quality of life for their ill loved one would have been much higher had ProMedica been involved longer. The process of a loved one dying is not easy, from doctor visits and medicines and treatment to dealing with what the impending death will mean to the family. And life rarely slows down with other commitments. ProMedica Heartland Hospice can help. Call us today at 660 679 
4300 to see what we can do for you. Join KitchenAid and Troby's Maytag Home Appliance Center in Make It Your Own to customize your collection in the kitchen by getting up to $1,500 via prepaid rebate card by mail when you purchase select KitchenAid appliances. Explore savings on cooking, cleaning, and refrigeration. Everything you need to create the perfect kitchen workshop. Visit Troby's Maytag Home Appliance Center today and make it your own. Offer valid October 1st through December 31st, 2022. Now more exciting Cardinals football action on 95.3 KDKD. Spitzer Edwards with Doug Neff back with you from Cardinal Stadium. Just kicked off here to start the second half. It's about a 19-yard return by Carmen for the Tigers as they will start the second half with the football. And an inside gain there on first down and 10 to Kenny Hong, the fullback, and a short gain on the play. Simmons on the stop for the Cardinals. Yeah, great job by Cardinal defense has got to hold up. Spencer Edwards with Doug Neff. Glad you could be with us tonight. Clayton Radford in studio. The final home game of the season here tonight for the Cardinals in 2022. As the handoff on second down and 11. Coming back off the left side and breaking free into the open field. 40 down the left sideline. 30, 20, cutting back at the 15. Angling right at the 5. A stiff arm at the 2. And into the end zone. That will be Xavier Morris. Ripping off a monster run, about a 59-yard run to pick up right where they left off in that uh, first half, Doug. Back to the ground attack they go, and Morris with touchdown number two tonight. I was kind of looking for a flag on that because I was sitting here watching 11, and he had a block in the back to trigger that uh, run. But no yellow markers down, and Henry out to attempt the extra point. Only missed one tonight, but that was not really his fault on a botched hold of that one is perfect right down the middle so 51 to 7 the uh, mercy rule now obviously in play here warrensburg adds to the lead with 10 minutes to go in the uh, third quarter so now doug here we are you know mercy rule it's going to move along pretty quick obviously (laughs) at this point but you know warrensburg you know people and we were kind of talking about it you know the record's not great well they came out tonight made a statement and said hey we're we're back to maybe a little bit of the shades of the Warrensburg of old with this running game because we've seen over the years Warrensburg always had good running backs. Well, those guys are having good games tonight. Well, and not only that, but this is a big game for both teams. This is a big rivalry, uh, the uh, 13, uh, 13 highway rivalry between Clinton and Warrensburg. And, you know, if they're going to win anything for the season, this is one they want. No doubt. So the Tigers will be kicking off here momentarily from the 40. Yeah, we, I, it's, this kid's just amazing to me, this uh, long, Ryland Long. This young man. Has, Henry, Ryland Henry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yep. Ryland Henry. Yeah, uh, he's just got a tremendous leg. He's been, uh, you know, we were seeing the warm-ups, you say about 60. You, yeah. know, that'd be, you know, that's a tough one in high school. You just don't see a, a kid at the high school level attempt those 60-yarders. But, I, you know, I wouldn't want to put money on it. He. He might make it. But in a game situation, it is a little different as he kicks this one off. 
And going to be short of the end zone here. Hits right at the 10. Bounces up into the chest of Sales as he fields it at the 5 and then actually fumbles it out of bounds. So it rolls out and maybe a two-yard return there for Peyton Sales. Yeah, it took a bad bounce for him back there as he was getting ready to retrieve it. And a great kick by, by Henry. Cardinal offense will be coming back out onto the field. So just one touchdown tonight for the Cardinals. If you're just joining us, that came back in the second quarter. And it was a just a beautiful play by Candon Lafarge, a little bootleg back to the left, threw a bomb out to Mertz. But uh, the Cardinals have only been in the red zone tonight two times. And uh, that, of course, was a long-distance play that they actually scored on in that second quarter. They were not in the red zone on that particular play, and they're going to start with a deep field here on this uh, first drive for them in the second half. So first down and 10 out of the shotgun set. They will hand off. Fullback dive there in the middle to uh, Roskop. Last week, Carson didn't carry the ball at all, uh, but tonight they've got him a couple touches in there. We've seen him uh, catch a couple passes as well. And short gain on that play. Give him, well, no gain on that play. I thought maybe they were going to give him a yard. Yeah, they, it looks like they did. Did they go? Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we'll call it second and nine at the 15. From the shotgun back to pass, LaForge dumps it off in the flat right side. It'll be caught by Neal, and he'll turn it up the field. Gets out to the 20-yard line, so minimal gain that time after the catch. And we've seen that tonight, Doug. The Warrensburg corners have done a great job keeping everything in front. You know, those short passes that the Cardinals like to run, uh, Warrensburg's corner has been up quick. I mean, they have kept those yards after catch down to a minimum. Yeah, you know, Coach Jackson, when uh, Neil gets tackled like that, it's going to be like, don't just don't hurt him. Yeah. yeah. As it'll be third down, three to go from the 19, four wide out of the shotgun. LaForge to the air, slant route, left side caught by Neil up at the 25 yard line. That'll be enough for the first down. So, good little slant. There from the slot, perfect throw by LaFarge. Yeah, and he, Neil knows exactly where he's got to get to, and he sets up down there, and he is in his great hands. I want to thank uh, Frankie Jackson, the boys basketball coach, for coming up at halftime. Nice chat with uh, Doug Neff. And a basketball season, of course, Cardinals going to be tipping off uh, right around the corner. I think they play their first game against Knob Noster, and then the Clinton girls and boys teams will be in the Warsaw Tournament uh, I think the last week there, shortly before Thanksgiving, I think is when that gets going down at Warsaw. Cameron Mertz gets the carry here on second down and gets out to the 30-yard line, or excuse me, on first down. That was first and 10, so now it will be second and about five. Well, actually about a long six from the 30. I was going to say, long six, short seven, something like that. Yeah, not a country mile, though. (laughs) No. on On that one. Spread set. They're going to have twins to the right and an offset eye in the backfield with Roskop and Oliver as Oliver gets the handoff from Lafarge, and he's stacked up. As they blow that play dead, a short gain on the play, that big Tiger front. We've talked about them tonight. Fatka in the middle along with Farr, 6'3 and 6'4, 230, 260. That's a lot of, That's a lot of, a lot of beef in there. And it's hard to move guys like that when you've got them lined up right over the nose guard. I mean, gosh, can you imagine the, uh, the Clinton Center tonight? I think that's Vandenberg. <laughs> He's like, gosh, i got to block both of these guys here. They're lined up right up over the top of me. Man, that's uh, not an easy task. No, so absolutely. Third and seven here for the Cardinals. 
4.46 left in the third. They got Mertz in motion from left to right across the formation. Four wide. Here comes the pressure as LaFarge dumps it off, looking for the screen. It's caught by Roskop, but Warrensburg was ready for it as they take that away right at about the 31. So not much after the catch for Roskop. Good play call again. They had it dialed up right when the blitz was coming. You know, usually screens are very effective against a blitz. But Warrensburg stayed at home right in the middle of the field. I was going to say, Warrensburg was like, we've seen this before. We're yes. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it will be a punting situation for the Cardinals. Fourth down and five. 4.08 left here in the third as Lafarge will punt for the fifth time tonight. Gets it away, and it's caught on the run at the 45. Here comes Kreisel as he gets into Clinton territory, dropped right at the CHS 45. Barry and Neal got together on that tackle and wrapped him up. I sure did. That was a good pursuit. And a good job that time by the Cardinals staying in those lanes. You know, last week they got out of their lanes a couple times, let Harrisonville run back a couple punts for big yards, but they stayed in the lanes, didn't overrun the play, and that's when a guy reverses back to the middle of the field. If you're in that spot, you should be able to take that away. And that's what you hear coaches say, don't overrun the play on kicks and punts. That time the Cardinals did not. They did a perfect job staying in. The right spot. So first and ten. Tigers on offense. We'll see if they are going to change quarterbacks. Looks like they have as uh, Kobe Westfall, I think, is now out of the game. They got Tristan Blue, I believe, number 12. Yeah, he's a sophomore. So the JV is in now for Warrensburg. He's going to try to hand off and then pays the price as he gets hit right at the original line of scrimmage. That looked like a busted play. I was going to say, too, it yeah. looked like he was trying to hand off and the running back yeah. was not ready for it, didn't want it or whatever. But. L- looked like the youngsters in the game for the first time, yes. what, it, what it looked like. Little little confusion. So it'll be a loss of a yard, second down and 11 for the Tigers. And obviously, you know, Clinton's going to leave their ones in and let them continue to play here. Running clock is in play with about two minutes to go in the third quarter. Blue's going to hand off right up the middle, and that'll be the first carry of the night for Ian Taylor, uh, 5'10", junior tailback, but one of their backup running backs in now. But they put up over 400, actually over 500 tonight, Doug, unofficially, offensively for Warrensburg. So that is a uh, a good night of offensive football for basically a half. Uh, so they, they get a well-deserved rest tonight, uh, Warrensburg starters do. Taylor going to get the call again, handoff on third and six, right through the middle, breaks free. He's at the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Warrensburg. Yeah, he had a lot of daylight once he got past that second line of defense, and uh, there was nothing going. Could have driven a couple sprint cars right, <laughs> right up the middle there. Boy, that opened up fast. The Warrensburg line up there blocking still with some authority. And that makes it 57-7 to seven with uh, the third quarter about over with the running clock in play, about a minute 27 left. Henry, though, he's going to pad his stats. He's still going to stay in to kick the PAT, and he's going to knock it through. So right down the middle to make it a 58-7 ball game. Tigers comfortably out in front, and we'll take a timeout. Be right back with the kick after this. Clinton Cardinals football on KDKD. Back after this. 
Hawthorne Bank is a proud sponsor of the Clinton Cardinals, and we support all the hardworking students, athletes, and faculty. At Hawthorne Bank, we're always striving to improve our community by standing behind all the great businesses and organizations. Whether it's Bright Futures, FFA, DECA, 4-H, or FBLA, Hawthorne Bank is there with support and contributions to help and assist at all times. Hawthorne Bank says, Go Cardinals! Hawthorne Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. My teenage son only has one brain, and it will keep developing through his mid-twenties. But if he uses e-cigarettes, the nicotine in them can impact his attention, learning, memory, and even prime the brain for more addiction. So I've talked to him about staying away from e-cigarettes, because my son only has one brain. Learn more at cdc.gov e-cigarettes today. A message from the U.S. Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention and this station. Back to the Clinton Cardinals game now on 95.3 KDKD. Back at Cardinal Stadium here on another beautiful night for football. Man, we've been lucky this year, haven't we, Doug, oh, yeah. on the weather. I mean, uh, knock on wood, we've still got uh, probably two games left, so I uh, hope we don't get a hailstorm or a, a driving rain. But uh, Warrensburg, they've uh, put on a clinic here tonight. Six rushing touchdowns in the game. And a passing one as well as they lead it 58-7 as we come down to the end of the third quarter. Henry kicks it deep again. It's fumbled down at the one-yard line. Oliver very close to getting hit in the end zone and just able to scamper out to about the six. Yeah, he uh, finally found the handle on that, and his had one foot in the end zone when he actually picked that up. Yeah, he was uh, very lucky to get out. From the end zone, and that's just you know what a good kicker—the pressure they put on you. You know, you get that ball to the one-two and make it such a tough uh, opportunity to receive those kicks. Man, oh man, you, you know, and you're already looking at that coverage team coming down the field when you're taking it from that deep. And well, and he is a freshman, so that takes it to the five-yard line. So another long field, and Cardinals tonight—you uh, know—lost the field position battle. Warrensburg's just been able to take advantage. They've been on the Clinton half of the field. Uh, more so tonight offensively than Clinton has the other way on their offensive side. And field position uh, and time of possession tonight heavily in favor of Warrensburg as they'll hand off on the dive play and not a lot doing as Mertz gets hit right at the line of scrimmage for no gain. So that'll take us to the end of three, final quarter when we come back with Warrensburg on top, 58-7 on KDKD. You're listening to Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Okay, boss, I get it. You didn't like the secret agent, agentnewman.com ad. Fine. How about this? We get you a jumpsuit. We'll spell out agentnewman.com and rhinestones with some fringe on the sleeves, you know? And then we'll need a dirt bike and a ramp. And do you know where I can rent a bear? No, no, just stop. Just just tell people to go to agentnewman.com for a quote on their insurance from licensed, knowledgeable staff right here in Clinton who are not crazy enough to think I'm ramping a dirt bike over a bear. But the jumpsuit might be okay, though. Yes. Looking to sell your home? The name to trust is Remax Truman Lake. With over 30 years in the Truman Lake area, Remax Truman Lake has the experts. They can offer your home to a wide variety of qualified buyers here and across the country. Their pros can help you present your home in a way that will bring the quickest sale for top dollar. 
With the market in its present state of confusion, you'll want the most knowledgeable pros by your side. When you're ready to list your home, remember the pros at Remax Truman Lake. Check them out online or at their office one mile east of Clinton on Highway 7. Back to the stadium and more Clinton Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Fourth and final quarter from right here. Doug Neff with the call. Spencer Edwards alongside 58-7 is the score in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. Deep are the Clinton Cardinals in their own territory. And uh, from the five-yard line, first or second down, they're saying first. Yeah, I was going to say second down and long. I think we've had a few of those tonight, Doug, where the the, – Stick over there has said maybe the the wrong down a couple times, but they got it squared away now. It is handoff to the running back for the Cardinals as he comes through an injury on the field on the Cardinals. Ouch. Yeah, he got cracked there right in the middle of two defenders, and I didn't catch the number right there at first. Is that Oliver, I wonder? Could be. Yeah, I think it was was a running back. The Cardinals. No, that no, is 54. one of the linemen. Yeah, 54. It looks like he's holding an arm. Yeah, that's Gabriel Simmons, one of the key senior linemen. And, yeah, he is going to come off the field. But you're right. I think he's holding that arm and may have got what they call a stinger where you yep. can get a helmet, you know, right to the arm. Hopefully it's nothing serious because Gabriel's been such a great four-year player for this Clinton program up on the line and one of those guys that uh, puts in – a lot of time and effort and, and has really done a good job this year and has had to play D-line as well. So hopefully he's able to come out and come back into the game. That's going to make it third down and nine. Ball on the six-yard line for the Cardinals. Still deep in their own territory. Warrensburg intends to keep him back there, I believe, in the shotgun. Cannon Lafarge. Lafarge looks down. He's got a receiver and intercepted. Great coverage in front of Oliver. And it's taken out of bounds at the 13-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 for the Tigers. Yeah, throw was a little bit of uh, the timing off there by a little bit, and then Clark steps right in front of it, one of the young kids for Warrensburg, and, and makes the pick. And that's one of those, Doug, where it's just thrown just a, a split second late, you know, and sometimes that's all it takes for that corner to catch up and get in position. And he made a nice play, though. I mean, he dove for that. That was not an easy interception. Oh, yeah, so you got to tip your cap to that young man going after uh, the ball there for Warrensburg. That's going to make the Warrensburg starters happy. You know, those kids, they take a lot of uh, punishment in practice sometimes, those freshmen and uh, sophomores. And then when they get an opportunity to come out here in the varsity game and make a play like that, that uh, makes the seniors and the juniors happy. Hand off this time to the 15 for the Warrensburg Tigers touchdown Warrensburg that is AJ Smith the freshman finds the end zone makes it 64 to 7 in favor of the Tigers looking for the extra point wonder who's coming out (laughs) Ryland Henry that's a question, Doug. Do they have a, a JV kicker, you wonder, or is that where Henry just says, no, nah, I'm, I'm good, I'm going to go ahead and keep kicking? I believe either way the yeah. coach is happy. Yeah, I would say and so. It is good. Makes it 65-7. to 7. Uh, We'll take a one-minute timeout. You're listening to High School Football on KDKD. We'll be back with more Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. 
Hey Cardinal fans, have you gotten your Clinton Cardinals Visa debit card from Oakstar Bank? Show your Cardinal pride, and that's not all. When you use your Cardinal card, Oakstar will also make a donation to Clinton Public Schools. For more information, stop by our Clinton location at the corner of Highway 13 and 7. Oakstar Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Go Cardinals! With everything going on today, it's easy to forget to take care of ourselves. Compass Health Network is here to help. We provide a wide range of mental health, primary care, and dental services for the entire family. Whether you need to talk to a therapist, get a routine health checkup, or have a filling replaced, Compass Health Network is here for you in person or virtually. Call 844-853-8937 to schedule an appointment or visit compasshealthnetwork.org for more information. Get the latest podcast from Radford Media Group at communityfirstpodcast.com. Local church services, community spotlight interviews, Clinton Cardinal football games, and much more. Discover local content at communityfirstpodcast.com. Radford Media Group. We are Community First. Now more exciting Cardinals football action on 95.3 KDKD. Henry with a kick and deep, and it went into the end zone. It is coming back to the 20. 825 and counting. Left to go in this ball game, 65-7 to in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. And what we talked about, looks like Warrensburg is pulling their starters and bringing in that second strength, giving them a little time to play. Yeah, they had their JVN uh, on defense as well that last series, so this will, I think, be their second series, and their offense has been in uh, the backup offense for a couple series as well. So um, obviously a situation where Coach Kavanaugh for them uh, gets to have his JVN. And, you know, you look at Warrensburg with their record, they've lost you know five games coming into tonight, so they haven't really had an opportunity to play their younger kids in any games because they've been behind uh, most of their games this year. So for them, this has been kind of a, a breakout game, and, and really it may give them momentum going into their district. And LaParch hands off, first man through. He is brought down. That is the one of Oliver. Oliver gets close to that first down. Great run by the freshman. Brings up second down, call it three for the uh, for the Cardinals. Yeah, the defensive front tonight for Warrensburg has just done a great job. I mean, the Cardinals just never really could get the running game established. You know, they tried that short passing game early, uh, but Warrensburg, as we said, Doug, with those corners, they came up and were able to take that away. So it's just been really tough sledding to get big chunk plays tonight uh, for the Cardinals from the very beginning of this game. Pitch out this time. Mertz, Mertz with the ball. He is met there. Ball's out. Ball is loose. Warrensburg says they've got it. The guys in the stripes do too. Yep. Yeah, that'll be the second turnover I think tonight uh, for Clinton, and that's where the, the you know the JV defense for Warrensburg they're still bringing it. You know that was a pretty big hit. They're in the middle. We do oh we do have an injured uh, Warrensburg player getting up. That that was a big collision, and they're kind of trying to hold him up. He's a little wobbly now. He's going to go down. So yeesh, you don't want to. See yeah, that you don't, that. yeah, no doubt you don't want to see what we've been seeing in the NFL with some of those guys that have been wobbly. And anytime they see a guy that can't stand on two feet, they get out there immediately. And the trainer did a great job for Warrensburg, the head coach out there as well. So obviously some concern here as they've got him down, setting down at least. Uh, Clinton trainer is going to come out as well. Well, it was a hard collision because Mertz was the ball carrier. On uh, the 17, hardly ever loses that ball. It was hard enough that he lost the ball. So we'll take a timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. Clinton Cardinals football on KDKD. Back after this. 
Looking to sell your home? The name to trust is Remax Truman Lake. With over 30 years in the Truman Lake area, Remax Truman Lake has the experts. They can offer your home to a wide variety of qualified buyers here and across the country. Their pros can help you present your home in a way that will bring the quickest sale for top dollar. With the market in its present state of confusion, you'll want the most knowledgeable pros by your side. When you're ready to list your home, remember the pros at Remax Truman Lake. Check them out online or at their office one mile east of Clinton on Highway 7. <laughs> to the Clinton Cardinals game now on 95.3 KDKD. First to 10 and uh, getting ready to run that out. Timeout called on the field. We timed Lawrence. that perfectly, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that happens, though. That happens. As we get ready to go. Well, you know, that gives us this opportunity. We'd like to thank some of our great sponsors, Integrity Floors, Hawthorne Bank, Greg Smith Ford, Compass Health Network. Don't forget the great folks with REMAX Truman Lake, Trobies Maytag Home Appliance Center, Oak Star Bank, Mallard's Roadhouse, Max Motors, Benton County Youth Coalition, Pro Medica, Jack's Warehouse Carpet, Jim Falk Motors, and of course State Farm Insurance Agent Devin Newman. Devin Newman, excuse me. Uh, all great sponsors for. And did we get Aaron Collins as well? Got to mention Aaron Collins, uh, Missouri Farm Bureau. He is the farm or prod. Can't even say it. Podcast sponsor. That is Aaron Collins, Missouri Farm Bureau agent here in Henry County. And I'd like to thank Clay Radford back in the studio doing a fine job back there. Is he fresh off the beach? He is. Fresh off the beach. He might still have a rum drink back there. He in got the a studio. got a little tan on him, I'm sure as well. Yeah, I was, I was scared to ask. I and it is handoff, and great job by the uh, Cardinal defense as they met him at the line. No gain on that for the Tigers. Brings up second down and 10 for Warrensburg after the turnover and um, by Mertz in the fumble. And that's what the uh, problem was, too, was it was a hard hit. And one of the Warrensburg Tigers uh, suffered the uh, brunt of that. Yeah, yeah. And and I think when we were in break, he did come off Got under up, his yeah. own power. So that was really good to see. He's a little wobbly getting up. But fortunately, uh, the young man... Uh, able to come off, which is a very good sight. Hand off again by the Tigers. Brought down this time, number 32, by the 10-4 Clinton. And that is Donovan Pack, the freshman. Number 32, that is Ivan or Ian Taylor uh, for Warrensburg. And almost, it's third down, call it one, for the uh, Warrensburg Tigers. Ball just about to the 20-yard line. It is just at five minutes left to play. 65-7 is the score in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. Quarterback in the shotgun. That is the 14 for them. That belongs to Nick Nimmo. 32 for Warrensburg. Ian Tallow. 
Yeah, good, good play there. Sorry, Doug. A good play by Peck there again on that play. Back-to-back tackles for him. So this is, I can't, yeah, I think we are pretty much all JV now for Clinton. So Coach Carlson's gone ahead. And, you know, usually some of these games this year, he's gone ahead and kept the varsity out, you know, in the second half despite these scores. But he's going to go ahead and put some of these younger kids in now. You know, And that's good because this is Warrensburg's third series on JV. So you might as well go ahead and go ahead and give your young kids an opportunity here. Uh, at the end of this fourth quarter. Absolutely. Fourth down, first down, first and ten for the Warrensburg Tigers. Ball in almost to the 16th in Clinton territory. Quarterback in the shotgun, looks back, trying to run some time off that clock. Now set up. Takes the snap, hand off. Taylor once again, the 32. No doing this time. He is dropped for a loss at the 20-yard line by the Cardinals. Great play by the defense. It's JV or not, these uh, these boys have not given up on this play. Yeah, still playing hard out there. Uh, I think Atticus Jones, who sometimes is in, I think with the first team, is in on that uh, tackle, 77, uh, Hayden McGuire. So you got a couple seniors still out there, I think, on that D-line, uh, the secondary. Uh, there's a few younger kids in, but still see Neal, still see Brown. Uh, so I think there's there's actually a few more out starters out that, uh, than I realized, I think, at first. Going to be second down. Call it 13 for Warrensburg. Ball on the 20-yard line. Handoff once again. Taylor, the 32, cuts the corner to the near side, gets down to about the 5. He is going to be in first down territory, I believe. Going to see if they move the chains. And they do first and goal to go for the Warrensburg Tigers from the five-yard line. Yeah, Golder on the stop. So, yeah, it's still, I think, pretty much first team now on defense. He subbed in a couple of varsity, I think, late because you had Golder and Neal in on that stop. Looks like Will a little bit shaken up, too, because he had to – go a long way. He covered a lot of ground on that tackle, so he's kind of out there hobbling now a little bit, and uh, he's you know he's been a key defensive player. He's really kind of come on the last couple games for Clinton. We've seen his name pop up and has made uh, some nice plays. Snap. Hands off. Taylor across. Touchdown, Warrensburg. I don't know. Oh. No signal yet. Yeah, he's short. We're going to put him down at the one and a half. One and a half. Got the knee down, evidently. Yeah, knee was just barely down there. But, but I mean, Warrensburg, I mean, they've been perfect in the red zone tonight. I mean, they've just been dominant. You know, they've come in here and said, hey, we're going to put some points up, and they've, you know, taken advantage of every opportunity they've been given, which they have been given some short fields. But still, uh, they've had that quick strike ability. Uh, were out of the gate with that running game and, and just were on the Cardinals from the beginning uh, in this one. Well, the Highway 13 rivalry between the two has been going back a long time. Do they time. have a trophy for that? Do I you? don't think so. They should. <laughs> they may need to. They have, you know, those rivalries in college. They have the cup or the somebody plays. What is it in Iowa? Iowa, Iowa State. Cy- what what uh, do they play for? Cyhawk. Cyhawk. Okay. Cyhawk trophy. Yeah. So we'll put in a word to Alex Johnson and say, hey, we need there to get, go, yeah. get a little Warrensburg-Clinton uh, rivalry trophy uh, <laughs> that they can give out. So. Warrensburg takes a knee, resets the clock. There's 20 seconds left on the 40-second uh, clock, and then uh, 43 on the regular clock. They'll take another knee here, and as they get ready to go, they're going to wind this clock down, 
and do and take a knee. That'll be the last play of the game for the team. It's going to end up 65-7 to in favor of the Warrensburg Tigers. Of course, next week, it's uh, not an easy task as we head to center. You get now the best team in the conference yeah, who will be undefeated, most likely after tonight. Again, I'll be looking for that score, that Pleasant Hill uh, center score. But, yeah, you'll be taking on the conference champs probably to, to close out the regular season uh, next week. Well, we'll come back and wrap it all up right after this. We'll be back with more Cardinals football on 95.3 KDKD. Hey, Cardinal fans. Have you gotten your Clinton Cardinals Visa debit card from Oakstar Bank? Show your Cardinal pride, and that's not all. When you use your Cardinal card, Oakstar will also make a donation to Clinton Public Schools. For more information, stop by our Clinton location at the corner of Highway 13 and 7. Oakstar Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Go Cardinals! Hawthorne Bank is a proud sponsor of the Clinton Cardinals, and we support all the hardworking students, athletes, and faculty. At Hawthorne Bank, we're always striving to improve our community by standing behind all the great businesses and organizations. Whether it's Bright Futures, FFA, DECA, 4-H, or FBLA, Hawthorne Bank is there with support and contributions to help and assist at all times. Hawthorne Bank says, Go Cardinals! Hawthorne Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Fall is coming and we'll soon be moving our lives back inside. Get ready for the move with new flooring from Jack's Warehouse Carpets. Summer's been hard on your floors. Kids running in and out along with the pets and their dirty paws. Freshen up with new luxury vinyl plank flooring that can withstand all your family has to throw at it. No matter what flooring you choose, choose from the best selection you'll find anywhere around at Jack's Warehouse Carpets, seven minutes north of Clinton on Highway 13. My teenage son only has one brain, and it will keep developing through his mid-twenties. But if he uses e-cigarettes, the nicotine in them can impact his attention, learning, memory, and even prime the brain for more addiction. So I've talked to him about staying away from e-cigarettes, because my son only has one brain. Learn more at cdc.gov e-cigarettes today. A message from the U.S. Centers for Disease and Control and Prevention and this station. Now, more exciting Cardinals football action on 95.3 KDKD. 65-7 is your final score. The Warrensburg Tigers, Tigers come down to Clinton and uh, take home a victory on the uh, Highway 13 rivalry. Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards, Clay Radford back in studio. Man, I'll tell you what, um, it's been a rough, uh, rough night, but uh, these uh, Warrensburg Tigers... The running game seems to be the Achilles heel for the Clinton Cardinals. If the uh, if the opposing team has a great running back or two and they can uh, ex- do something with that, that seems to be where the Cardinals have an issue. It is. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, every team we've seen this year has run the ball, you know, and they come out with the intent to do that. Uh, they're not looking to pass at all, and that's where the Cardinals have just got to find ways to work on that, you know, heading into next year, you know, and I know there's two games left this year, but that's something the building blocks you want to see is getting a good run defense to take that away, you know, force teams to have to throw early in games as opposed to late. But you're right, Doug. I mean, this was a game early. Warrensburg just got going. Uh, they wanted to prove, I think, that, hey, we're better than a 2-5 and five football team. 
and they were able to do that. You know, they spread it around three running backs, all three over 100 yards rushing. They had well over 500 yards total offense tonight. So well over half on the ground. As we said, the rushing tonight was just the backbreaker for Clinton because they were hitting the long runs, you know, back to seeing the 60s, the 50s. Uh, we didn't see that so much last week. You know, Harrisonville, they were a run team too, but they didn't pop the, the long runs at one time. You know, their scoring came uh, more over the course of the ball game. But And really, Warrensburg's defense tonight shut Clinton down. You know, they had that one drive. Uh, I don't think Clinton was able to get into the red zone in the second half, and that one touchdown Clinton had, that 40-yard pass to Mertz, came in the second quarter. So it, it was just across the board, just a very nice performance for this Warrensburg team. They knew what they wanted to do. They followed their game plan. Um, their offensive line was great, and they had size. I mean, this Warrensburg team was actually one of the bigger teams we've seen. I mean, they had some big boys on both fronts, and, and that caused some problems. You did have the sacks. You know, that was another issue tonight. They didn't give up as many sacks in the second half. Clinton didn't, but they did in the first. You know, they had five or six that they gave up, which put them again in those long down and distances. Uh, we saw Candon have to punt you know, quite a bit in that first half, backed up pretty deep. So they did have the short field to their advantage, but, man, uh, this running game was stout tonight for the Tigers. Well, you know, and uh, we talk about the fact that it's on the line uh, where it all begins, and it's just size, and um, that weight room is going to come into effect. I know it's it's tough for this year, but, man, next year, I think there's a good opportunity there because uh, you got some tremendous juniors. We talk about uh, uh, Cameron Mertz is a junior and uh, – and sales as a junior, yep. and, and yep. so I mean, there's I'm potential looking there. Looking forward there, to it, and you, that's a good point you make about the work over the summer because this will be a, the second full summer that Coach Carlson will have right. uh, with this program. So you know, you look to try to take that next step and and try to build those foundation blocks because, uh, and I even heard Coach Carlson say it in an interview. He said, "You got to build the foundation before you can get the house." And you know, it sounds corny, but I love that analogy because it's the truth. I mean, you have to be able to set the foundation before you can establish the program, and that comes through the weight room, summer workouts. But one final time, these seniors tonight, it is senior night, so before we get out of here, we want to mention Monty Bullock, Brett Gray, Philip Harrison, Andrew Himes, Hayden McGuire, Emery Neal, uh, Gabriel Simmons, and Sam Taylor. So, again, we want to thank those young men and their families, the time and effort that they put in uh, over four years. Uh, you know, it will be a sad night for them as well. Sad yep. night for Coach Carlson because, as we said, you know, only one year with this group of seniors. But all those kids have contributed in their own way. And, and I know Coach Carlson will be sad to see them go. And, and we want to wish them the best of luck. Absolutely. And, of course, we'll see you on the road next week. Um, Spencer and I will be in center for the final regular season game. And then it's districts. And we'll find out where we head after next week. Yep. So looking forward to it. Doug Neff for Spencer Edwards and Clay Radford back in studio saying thank you for joining us on 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri, a Radford Media Group station.